You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Episode 11, Lightning Strikes Not Once, But Twice, The Lightning Saga, Part 2. And here we are, the Lightning Saga Part Two, and I actually managed to get through the title without stumbling over over the words. Which there was a lot of lightnings in there and lots of strikes. It was <laughs> it was just crazy. I am Paul French, and today I am midlife crisis kid. Oh no! Oh, I went out. I went out test oh. driving. I got to get a new. I, the company I work for supplies me with a company car. So, out looking for for the uh, they've given me a, a list. It's small list, and um, and and the list <laughs> the this <Edsel>. year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the list this year is actually is smaller than it has been in past years, uh, obvious for obvious reasons, um, as I'm sure is unavoidable by watching the news these days. And um, <laughs> any American automotive makes on that uh, list, Paul. <laughs> All of the above, yeah. They, oh, that may not be good. <laughs> no, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I went in and uh, and I've been driving a Dodge Charger for the last couple of years, and I mean, <laughs> I know nothing about cars. Okay, like literally, it's like you know something's wrong with the car. There's a little light going on. It's like okay, it's it's broken. Got to take it in, and um, <clears throat> you know, it's like what's wrong with the car? It's broken. <laughs> like. That's why I'm here, and uh, so. What so, kind of car do you have? It's brown. <laughs> okay. Well, I know that it's a, a Charger, and it's a pretty cool car because everybody tells me that, and it's just like, and there's, the, and, and it's funny. There's, there's like a little bit of ego to it because it's like, ooh, I got a cool car, and uh, and and so I'm out uh, uh, doing some test driving today, and I and I need something bigger. We do a lot of camping, and uh, you know we're hoping to. Uh, to, to grow the crowd that lives around here and uh, so I've got to be thinking toward that as well and <laughs> uh, and you know when uh, when we go camping it's like the dog comes with us the whole bit so and it's always pretty pretty tight in the car like everything's sort of packed up there and um, so you know got to think of that so I was out driving a, uh, a Dodge uh, Grand Caravan today and I tell you that thing's like a bus and and mm. and, that, and that in and of itself is not a problem because you know it's like again when I go to the cottage when the guys and I go up to the cottage in the summer you know plenty of room in there it's a it's a beautiful thing but there's just there's just a small part of me that's just like but I had a really cool car for a while <laughs> and uh, so so yeah I'm I'm I'm, I'm coming to terms. And it's so funny because, you know, my wife's been kind of saying, you know, it's a pretty cool looking car. It's got a lot of really great features and this and that. And the neighbor comes over and she's looking at the uh, at the at the sheets I've got on the various vehicles. And uh, and she's like, you're getting a minivan. And my, and my wife's just like, come on, I've been working on this for weeks and you come in with that. <laughs> nice. So anyway, actually, I got to say, though, it the, the car did handle very well. Uh, I just I just worry about doing the parallel parking with it because there's there's like half again as much car as I as I'm used to so uh, but I won't have to worry about that for a few months it takes about 60 days to get the thing I've, I've got to put in the requisition next week but yeah so that's my thing that's a lot of thing there you go yeah are you guys gonna introduce yourself yeah I'm, I'm still thinking of my name uh, you go first Matt okay well I guess I'm Matt Kramer and I'm still ecstatic lad from, from last night in Chicago meeting James Robinson 
cool. Oh, woohoo! Yeah. All right, you got to give the scoop, man. You got to give the. You, you got to tell us uh, all about it. It, it was great. We drove down from Milwaukee to Chicago, which is about normally an hour and a half drive, but in traffic it was about two and a half. Yeah. We got there a little after five, and it there was a a decent sized turnout right at the beginning. But I came in and I uh, talked with the owner of the store in advance and he told me to bring my whole box of Starman stuff yeah. so <laughs> he sees me walking in with a, a short box full of books I'm sure he <laughs> probably it's like what am I getting myself into <laughs> and, and, and uh, the, the amazing part is when his wife comes in with a long box right after him <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh uh, I'm not going there <laughs> uh, and talked to talked to little Legion, talked about uh, how excited I was seeing Telus popping up a few times, and he said just to pay attention because it's all connected with what he's doing and what Jeff Johns is writing. And he told me a little bit about what's going on with uh, Legion of Three Worlds and actually how. It's being made mm -hmm. because George Perez wants to draw every single character ever and every little bit of Legion continuity. They are. Oh my God. <laughs> they're doing it we're, in the Marvel. <laughs> we're not going to be getting to that second Legion of Three episodes until what, 2015? <laughs> yeah. So, wow. What were you saying, Matt? <laughs> they're doing it in the, in the Marvel style where he's where Jeff Johns is just sending over a little sending over the plot and then George is drawing it. Wow. <laughs> and oh, I actually cool. met one of our listeners there. So oh, very hello cool. Jeffrey. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh hey Jeffrey. Woohoo. Very cool. Very, Jeffrey's actually uh, I I I've I've talked to him on the Twitter and uh <laughs> and I, I'm calling it the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hello to jeffrey as well that's very cool that's that's uh, you know it's uh it's kind of neat to meet people who are listening to us it is it's a beautiful beautiful thing Darren? it is it's a wonderful thing i i guess i'm done so um uh i i guess um uh, today i i am uh got out of it guy <laughs> you remember when i was roped lad yes i got out of it I wow. bulered myself out of it. Nice. <laughs> you see, I, I just couldn't go to work that day. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. No. And after a couple of minutes of that, they were kind of convinced. So I didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I kind of solved my own problem. If they listen to the podcast, then I'm screwed. But <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> We got some. We need a doctor's note if you have three days of absences. Yeah. So one got, doesn't count, people. We, we got some <laughs> listeners, but I, I don't know that uh, I don't know how many downloads we're getting uh, over where you work. So yeah, so probably we, not many. We could be okay. Probably, <laughs> could, could be a ton. Who knows with, with that <laughs> campus? So you know. Ah, <sighs> ah, uh, yes. So that 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 was me. <laughs> Nothing really big happened to me this week. It was yeah. it was kind of busy with uh regular work in the, the mall is yeah. uh is just a happening it's it's, so, it's uh, ominous isn't it <laughs> well it, it it's 
it has its good moments, but then it's got those dead moments. You're like, why is it dead right now? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I went to Target not more than like an hour ago. Yay, Target. Yay, Target is a fine French Yay. boutique that it is. <laughs> Who is that? Just, just ignore that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's like, is that is that you, God? Um, <laughs> I went there and we had no problems getting in line for a cashier. Hmm. And I, we waited only like a couple minutes. I'm yeah. like, that's not good on a Saturday pre-Xmas. No, no, no. And I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of concerned. I really am. People have closed their wallets this year. Yeah. I think they're spending money on their kids, but I don't think they're spending money on each other as much as they usually right, do. So right. that's going to be a big one this year. And it's, I can't wait for January 20th. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> it's coming soon, <laughs> sir. It's coming soon. Dear God. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not going to be political <laughs> here, but I'm going to say, you know, I think everyone can agree that the last couple of years have not been good economically for the nation, okay. and yeah. not a lot has happened to turn it around from both yeah. sides of the fence. So hey, when 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 you guys sneeze, you know, when you guys get a cold, we sneeze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, yeah. it's just one of those things. Like <laughs> right now, I think we need an amputation. So it's uh... putting a bandaid on a on a amputated limb is not going to work so yeah i i was uh, I, I, one thing i was glad to see is um there was you know i was out in one of the one of the big box uh bookstores uh, yesterday uh just checking on some stuff for work and it was it was busy it was it was actually quite busy which was you know which was good but uh but what i what i was even more delighted to see was today i went downtown and um downtown <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i was i was picking something up uh picking something up for my wife uh for uh for for her stocking and um went into <laughs> garter this, belts hey now uh no went into an independent bookstore and um and actually um bought it there and hmm. um th and it, they were really busy and usually that store not so busy and and I, it always worries me because it's a fantastic store in this town mm -hmm. it's a place called the bookshelf so if you're in the guelph area folks the bookshelf check it out uh but it's it's uh it's a bookstore and theater and bar and uh really oh, cool place. Sweet. Can oh, I move in? Nice. Seriously, it's <laughs> awesome. I used to go there all the time when back when I was in university and it was uh back then they actually had a rooftop patio as well. Um mm. which was, uh -huh. you know, basically when I would come to school it was like good for that first month and then done. Uh but <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, nice. the uh the the rest of it very cool, you know, and it's 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 you know, one of those places where it's like, okay, don't like what's on at the Cineplex, that's okay. Because I can look and see what they've got on at the bookshelf, and there's bound to be something I like in there. And uh, so it's a lot of rep stuff. You know, you, you see a lot of indie movies there, that kind of thing. Um, and it's it's a neat little place. So uh, yeah, that's where I went today, and they were they were very busy, and that and that's always good to see. And uh, you know, because you know, I find, and I'm sure you guys see the same thing. It's like, you know, downtown areas have really lost a lot to the. Uh, to the power centers and whatnot and the big boxes mm. so so it's all it always it, it, it always does me you know it gives me a, a very happy feeling to see a place that is owned by someone in the community doing well and that's a beautiful thing mm -hmm. yeah so i would completely agree with that we have a we have a couple of small independent bookstores but mm -hmm. they're very very um niche places yeah, yeah. they're not mm -hmm. you know generic bookstores anymore they are we cater to the following things and that's yeah. pretty much it so yeah exactly yeah same here yeah we we used to have a lot of those they they're all gone they're mostly gone you know it's yeah. uh you, you know you get you get a few uh 
you know a few a few religious bookstores that that, that that stick around but it's like you know we used to have uh you know not even 10 years ago we had uh, a bunch of uh, uh like a chain of computer bookstores mm. it was it was all technology books and uh and uh and they all you know kind of disappeared sort of after after the bubble burst in 2001 it was just basically <laughs> waiting for the leases to run out and <laughs> yep well, Yahoo wasn't worth $175 a share. <laughs> I'm shocked by that. Check again. Let's see what it's uh, what it's worth now. <laughs> $275. I, I don't know what it's worth. But... I had anyway. a friend who had a uh, stock in Oracle, and <laughs> that's never seen the light of day that it used to know. So no, it's it's true. It's true. Well, now now that we've managed to pre- to depress everyone with our uh, talk of the economy. <laughs> Um, let's, uh, let's, let's talk some funny book stuff. There's, there was actually, <laughs> some, there was actually a big development this week. It, uh, turns out that, um, that Jeff Johns is going to be leaving, uh, this is this week as, as we record this last week, as you listen to this, um, and, uh, <laughs> that, uh, Jeff Johnson announced that he, uh, he actually announced this on his, on his forum, a comic block, uh, that he will be leaving, uh, justice society with issue 26. Yeah. Mm. I would be very sad for this were it not for the fact that it makes just that much more room for him to work on a Legion. We know where he's going, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you, you know, it, 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 it makes it kind of hard to be sad about it, you know, and, and uh, as, as much as I am, because when I think of, uh, you know, how, how many great things uh, he, he's done, you know, with with that title and uh, and and I mean, you know, hey, let's face it, uh, what, 10, 15 years ago? Well, ten years ago, they or fifteen years ago, they were killing off. They were killing off the JSA. Yeah, um, zero hour was a massacre. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I mean, and, and if, and if sh- we want to talk about the JSA, well, the brief history is they were created in the forties, said goodbye to during the Comic Code, Wortham seduction of the innocent yeah, thing, yeah. when when the uh, the whole market contracted, brought back intermittently once a year in the Justice League. <laughs> Yeah. All-Star Squadron started, and that kind of gave them a little renaissance yeah. in the 80s, but it really wasn't the JSA. It was mostly the minor Golden Age characters with the guest stars coming in, like yeah. Hawkman and Greek Lantern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we had Infinity Inc. show up, which really gave us an Earth 2 book in the modern day. Yeah. And then Crisis hit, yep. which, which killed the Justice League and everything, uh, the Justice Society and everything on Earth 2. And Roy Thomas left DC for obvious reasons. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, and, we're gonna uh, we're gonna crap on everything you've done for the last twenty for the years. Last, yeah, exactly. How do you how do you go? Well, gee, um, yeah, I'll stay. Uh huh. And and now we're getting the Renaissance with the new JSA yeah. when it started up. You know, with JLA. Well, and because mm. when you think about this, like, you remember. <clears throat> um, you know they had the little mini series that they did uh, just before the um, just before the Impact Comics line started. Actually, they had all those creators like Mark Wade and Len Strzewski and mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, Tom Lyle and all these guys basically, uh, uh, Mike Parabek, uh, Rick Burchett, and uh, they brought them all over to work on um, a JSA <laughs> mini series that was really just there just to keep them busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And 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 it's interesting, Matt, because it, it you know it did have a bit of a, a bit of a Starman tie-in. It sort of played mm. into that whole you know um, reclusive, uh, somewhat uh, you know troubled uh, Ted Knight, and yep. um, you know so there was there was that mini series, and that that was basically to keep them busy until they could do the Impact launch. 
And uh, then after Impact ran its course, um, they came back to uh, they came back to it, and and we ended up, uh, you know, we still had the JSA in limbo at this time. We got to remember. Because not only did they say, hey, Roy Thomas, we're going to crap on everything you've done, but we want you to put them into limbo. And, oh, my yeah. God. Okay. okay, here's the thing that killed me. I was reading the Justice League, Justice Society team-ups, yeah. and there was this wonderful four-issue miniseries before Crisis called America versus the Justice Society. Oh, yes, yes. that's awesome. Absolutely. It was a beautiful four-issue thing. If you want to know the history of pre-Crisis JSA, find that in the dollar bins somewhere because yeah, i can't imagine yeah. it's it's expensive i, no, I could not. be wrong but i don't think right. it is and then crisis hit and obviously the end of the jla jsa team ups because you got the last days of the jsa oh. mm-hmm. in which the jsa was consigned to fighting the doomsday battle of ragnarok over and over and over again yeah yeah not yeah. exactly a heroic exit for those characters it was it was sad and and so it, it was like that's it that's that's what you did to them? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Just wow. So when I came back to it, uh, they, you know, they, they, um, so, so they got, finally got let out in, it was, uh, the Armageddon Inferno was a horrible, horrible miniseries, except for the <laughs> uh-huh. fact, except for the fact that it restored the JSA back into modern day continuity. So, yep, so they bring the JSA back finally, and they have that really great, um, and and I want to say it was Len Straczynski writing, but I, I could be wrong. Um, it was certainly uh, Mike Parabek drawing it, and it ran for ten issues, and then it was canceled. And it was basically canceled because Mike Carlin hated JSA. You know, he's like they're old, they're old, and um, and let's let's keep in mind this is the guy who would come back later to edit uh, Countdown. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm just like crab rangoons coming back up. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so I mean, you know, but it was basically, you know, Hey, these guys are old. We want to focus on the new characters. And so that made it even more gratifying when, when Robinson had such success with Starman and the fact that this brought back, uh, you know, a love, a love for the JSA and frankly, a love for all things old and things past. Yeah. And that's perhaps one of my favorite aspects of that series. And then that that led Robinson to uh, to going into, uh, you know, to to be, uh, to bringing the JSA back, and uh, and and then John's mm-hmm. joining him very quickly. And and you know, and I think about this about how much credit we've uh, we've often given to uh, to John's for sorting out Hawkman, and Robinson was a part of that as well. Oh, and, totally, you, was. you know, and uh, <laughs> and so so to to have you know to basically to look at what uh, what. What Robinson and and Johns have done for the uh, for the JSA, it's just uh, you know it, it's kind of nice that mm-hmm. they made this one of one of the DC's flagship titles for a long time, and mm-hmm. um, you know that that's just great because you know it wasn't that long ago that people were saying no no way no JSA they're too old and yeah. uh, and it's truly gratifying for those to be the titles that are selling. Well, yeah. I mean the too old thing has been taken care of, kind of sort of. Yes. Hawkman's been reincarnated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Green Lantern is now made out of the Star Heart, and his willpower is basically what's keeping him alive. Um, Wildcat has the nine life thing, <laughs> and Jay Garrett is supposedly attached to the Speed Force, and that's why he can run as fast as he can as hmm. an eighty year old. Yeah. I I think the problem is, and it is a problem that they had to solve somehow, is these characters are inextricably linked to World War Two. 
Yeah. Right. And you can't just move their continuity around like you can Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Well, so. And you're absolutely right. And it's it's uh, it's funny because I was reading uh, earlier tonight. I, I you know finally found those uh, those trades that I was looking for last time, mm. and uh, and I was reading the first uh, that first crossover. You know the 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 first JLA JSA team up, which of course had the cover that uh, that they did paid homage to in uh, uh, Legion of Three Worlds two, and um, reading in that they talk about the JSA and how well they've been gone for nearly a decade, mm-hmm. and and I, th- I just thought it was kind of funny because it's you know it's and it just shows you that the fact is as we get further and further away from that point, it gets mm-hmm. harder and harder to explain it. But you know yep. what. They've they've explained the whole thing many times. You know they've they've talked about the whole Ian Carkle spell that keeps them younger or whatever. And um, you know it it's it's long been uh, you know that that was dealt with long ago. But it exactly. is that whole idea of yeah. of at some point you need to explain that to people again because you know there's that whole thing of well someone picks it up for a while and they're like wait a second these guys were in world war ii how can that be i don't understand mm-hmm. um you know yeah. and uh and rightfully so yeah, i mean absolutely because even yeah. even putting them in limbo although they were in limbo for what um from like 80 86, 86 to 94 93 yeah yeah or uh, 92, no. 92. Yeah, 92. When, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because because that was you know the Armageddon Inferno spun out of Armageddon two thousand one and that came out in ninety one. So, um, still you know it was it was like six years, which like you know seems like an eternity in comic book time, but of course in, in actual continuity time it's like you know it's a, it's a, blank. <laughs> a month. Yeah, I mean seriously. <laughs> You know, yeah. well, actually, no. It was it was the uh, the late eighties and nineties, so stories moved a little bit quicker than that. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so wow, you know, there was actually some talk about the Justice Society at the James Robinson event, and he compared it with the with what Roy Thomas had done with the Invaders at Marvel, and why it collapsed with the crisis was like you'd said it was tied so much into world war ii the just society stuff with the all-star squadron but what he'd done with the invaders is he'd made the world war ii stories basically propaganda based on similar events and that's why those stories were able to age a little better or the characters yeah. were able to be a little more separate from the stories yeah 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 no ab- absolutely and i mean it's uh, well i mean crisis ticked roy thomas off so much and rightfully so that the young all-stars had iron monroe who was superman yep mm-hmm. fury who was wonder woman and uh the flying fox who was batman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean there are ways of getting around getting rid of characters on one earth Oh, I don't think they had to totally get rid of Earth Two. They could just make it. This story took place during World War Two on, yeah. you know, yeah. the revised Earth One. But you know, it just never, it never gelled. No, so and, there and, was that tension there. So well, and there was also that that idea that it was, you know, the at the time talking about Earth Two was like verboten oh yeah i mean it, you just you just did not say that because you know they they the editors of dc started getting real hinky once you started mentioning that and well if you have the uh the absolute crisis yeah mm-hmm. that second volume is chock full 
of conversations about Earth too. Oh yeah. Yep. And, so and, if you and have that, was exactly that, read it. that. That's that's just juicy stuff right there. <laughs> and, and and for them to be able to to have to say that okay so this guy replaces Superman in that story well that's what scared them because then they had to admit that there was ever that story because it was like it's like they were saying you know that whole that whole rich history yeah it it never happened hmm. and, exactly and, and again what I'm loving about what DC is doing right now in that um, now they're you know and this was my uh, my uh, or. Maybe this will be my crackpot theory in a couple of episodes. I can't remember when I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't remember when I made this particular crackpot theory. But the whole idea of it being that that you know what, all of it happened, every every yep. bit of it. You know, we've been selling those uh, those showcase presents volumes for the last couple of years, and guess what? It all it all fits into continuity somehow, some somehow. Way. Don't worry Without about using the word hyper time. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. But but it's like, you know, yes. don't worry about the detail, the details and all that. You know, it's just enjoy the stories for what they are and um, and, and that kind of thing. So I, I kind of like that because, you know, there, there was there was a certain part of me that for, for a few years, uh, you know, it was like, oh, you know, there's oh, that's a great Superman issue in that quarter bin. But I'm not going to pick it up because it's not in continuity. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> I love that story. And and why, so why would you even say that? If you like but, the story, buy it. It occurred, you know, but that 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 was the thing. It's it's that it's that mentality of well, it doesn't count in current continuity kind of thing. And this is this is going, you know, I I I was saying a couple of years ago, it's probably a lot, lot more than that because I just tend to compress time. It's part of that whole midlife <laughs> crisis thing. And uh, but um you know, and it was kind of well. That doesn't, you know, that issue of Superman has no bearing on on the current uh, version. And it's like, mm. well, but I kind of like that story better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so I'm just gonna mm. get it. It was it was a momentary lapse, but I fortunately I corrected myself with, hmm. who cares? Well, yeah. that that goes to the whole argument of you know what is canon versus what is continuity. Absolutely, and and. and company consider continuity versus personal consider continuity you know so there, there's three levels of it and i used to think no no if they publish it it's canon and that's continuity and it, put, it happens here not anymore mm -hmm. i'm not that right. rigid anymore i'm like yeah. okay i really like that story <laughs> Sorry. so Sorry. i'm gonna put this book here in my continuity god i hated that book that, that never happened yeah, <laughs> of course they're all fictional stories. We know that. Give me a break. I, I'm sorry, Darren. We're just we're just laughing over the fact that you said you're not so rigid anymore. <laughs> oh well, you know. Usually, it's usually been a busy it's, weekend. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> usually, it's us putting stuff out, uh, like that out there, and you grabbing onto it, so to speak. I, I sometimes put out. It's true. <laughs> see how oh, I reversed man. it there for you? Oh. See what you did there? <laughs> see, you're trying to play with the big boys. Come on, welcome to the next level. Come on, bring it. <laughs> I what have I'm way more practice at this than you. <laughs> what, what I'm planning to bring is actually the next issue of just. Uh, this would be uh, uh, Justice League issue. I don't remember which one. It's, it's nine. Nine. It's nine. Uh, chapter, nine. Th chapter three of the... Uh, <laughs> Of the lightning saga. I figure we should get, you know, we, I figure in, in an episode that is supposed to be about the, the lightning saga, maybe it's not a bad idea should for us talk to talk about it at some point. To, to get to it within the first half hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's still important information about Jeff, so. No, absolutely, absolutely. And, yeah. and you know, it's considering how much time we're spending with the JSA in this story, 
it's kind of always good to, to sort of have an idea of what's going on there because as we're seeing, it's all connected, you know. Yes. J- James <laughs> Robinson ain't right in the Legion. But tell us, is no, showing but he up is writing books. Justice League, which has a Starman character in it at some point. Yes. So, yeah, it's all connected. In the DC, in the, the um, DC's uh, solicitation previews, showing up, and he's writing another Legion character as well. Oh, spell? Yes, Manel in Superman. Oh, of course, yes, uh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. yeah. Well, maybe Superman will find a cure. Not. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. Superboy some lands things on are always com. never going to happen in continuity. <laughs> Wait, I, I love that phrasing. Some things are always never going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right. I'll so, put that so on the bumper sticker. <laughs> so, just looking at this. First of all, first off, we got a pretty cool uh, Phil Jimenez uh, cover. Mm-hmm. I love and, the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. I've got the Turner cover. Who who was on that one? Uh, Hawkman, Dawnstar, and Red Arrow. Cool, cool. Think of Which they connect the with Hawkman having wings, Dawnstar having wings and being somewhat of a Native American character, and Red Arrow being raised on a Navajo reservation. Ooh. Nice. 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 <laughs> I hadn't realized that one. That's awesome. All right. So, um, yes, I do have that cover in the back here. Cool. Oh, we're, we'll next issue will be the, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I'll get. I'll, I'm doing number five for that reason. <laughs> so I'm doing three. Matt, you're doing four, and then Darren's doing five. Is that? So, yep. Okay. Okay. I just wasn't sure. Um, okay. So, uh, so we open this. We open this story, and I, I kind of like this. This quote here: "When the knife digs that deep, it's usually coming from someone right behind you." Yeah. <laughs> um okay so we start this one off we've just, where we where we left where we left off last time previously on legion of substitute podcasters uh we left off with uh with wildfire uh blowing up and talking about the storm and um and they found the that little that batman utility belt which to me looks like an old utility belt but mm-hmm. anyway um like it looks like the, the you know the like the the sort of seventies era uh, belt. So anyway, uh, we uh, we end up with um, we've got uh, so now Legionnaire wise we have Starman, we have Wildfire, we've got Dream Girl, and we have Karate Kid, um, a Karate Kid in full on seventies uh, uh, <laughs> regalia. So. Um, Anyway, so this you know this is kind of a common recurring theme that 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 we get is is uh, Mr. Terrific in the lab, um, you know, basically trying to figure stuff out, and uh, so they're trying to figure out what's going on with the other teams. Hal's got a team that's just getting to where to where they're supposed to be, and, and the same with Hawkman. So, um, the they're, so anyway, they're 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 ch- they're taking a look at this belt, and um, and he says about how he says he thought his body. I thought he said his body was red tornado, um, but I think the whole th- and they say here you know Clark calls him wildfire. He's wildfire. Plus, I, mm. I think it really skeeves Reddy out. Um, you know, kind of this <laughs> this the you know this formless energy that bounds about. I guess it would you know. Hey, wait a second! I'm the only android in the room. <laughs> um, anyway, so they're taking a look at you know. And basically, this is a whole thing of uh, you know, and this is kind of part of how. Uh, um, you know, 
uh, Black Canary brought uh, Miss, brought the JSA over here initially. You know, she wanted to get some. She wanted to get uh, Ted Grant to to teach them uh, some fighting skills, and you know, it always helps to have a guy like Mister Terrific around to ask some of the tough questions. Um, so you know, they talk about how you know we find each new legionnaire and they get a new piece of the puzzle, and this belt is what popped out uh, when uh, when we found Wildfire. And they talk a little bit about Red Tornado, and uh, it kind of harkens back to the whole Grundy fight that uh, that they had during the first arc, and um, and so they talk about <laughs> so so it basically there's all kinds of sort of worrying about uh, about hmm. Red Tornado. So it's just a bit of uh, a, a bit going back to the previous storyline in JLA. So um, they've got the belt, you know, nothing you know strange about it. It's a regular belt, kind of extra thin belt. Uh, no hidden compartments, no circuitry, four shield stuff. It's just a belt. Um, and mm. he talks about it being made from a hybrid of copper and aluminum, but not, none of it approaches 31st century technology. He says basically it's the world's longest, thinnest paperweight. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So, you know, basically, yeah, you know, and of course, Batman was already had already arrived at this answer, didn't need to go through all this to get there. Um, so so Batman's talking to uh, to the Legionnaires and, um, you know, and Mr. Terrific is kind of like, you mean interrogating? She says it's not an interrogation, but the fact is they are watching through a two way mirror. <laughs> um, so you can see, <laughs> so you can see uh, Dr. Midnight is examining Dream Girl. <laughs> um <laughs> Exactly. He, he he's like, it's it's okay, sweetheart. I'm blind. Oh wait, except for these glasses. Wait, wait. He can see with the glasses on, can he? <laughs> um. So uh, so Batman and uh, and Karate Kid, who were at each other's throats just a couple of issues ago, are uh, are sitting there over a cup of coffee having a chat. Um, <laughs> Starman's just kind of watching what's going on, and Wildfire's up there talking to Red Tornado, and he says, you know, it gets better. And, uh, you know, it's just this this whole talk about, you know, you, you, you kind of get used to not being human. Um, and because uh, we've got to remember that uh, the Red Tornado in the last storyline was was forever such a short time. So they got the trigger, la the trigger word, which is uh, Lightning Lad in Interlock. And uh, basically, it seems like it's a, a, a fail safe in case they all got separated. And with everything that's gone, gone on with Batman and fail safe phrases, I think that's kind of interesting. <laughs> uh, an interesting thing as well um yeah. <clears throat> anyway so so basically he says you know hey we it, you know we were just thrown all over the place randomly and uh, and batman points out that life is never random uh basically people put you into these into these personal hells you know it's something uh personal to each of you you know mm -hmm. um dr destiny gets gets dream girl wildfire is is getting shut off um and uh, and Karate Kid is made to to depend on a weapon when he's uh, disguised as as um, as Trident. So uh, and and again, that's where we we get the quote from. Uh, and Batman says, "When the knife digs that deep, it's usually coming from someone right behind you." Yeah. So we switch over to Africa, to the Congo, and um, and they're just the, the and Wildcats just you know, can we just trace the flight ring? And um, and and Hal's ring is looking. He's saying there's local technology interfering with the trace, and it's difficult to pinpoint. So they ask Vixen to reach out to the apes and uh, and you know basically see what they, what she can get out of them. But she says no, my powers aren't aren't like his. I don't 
uh, get my powers from nearby animals. And, uh, and everyone seems a bit confused by uh, how her powers work, and she gets quite defensive about it. Um, hmm. So they're, they're taking a look at the place, and of course, the place that they're looking at is uh, Gorilla City. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, this is, this is kind of a big deal. You know, it says, uh, you know, I've, I says, I've waited my whole life to come here, not for the architectural advances or for, for the access to their kingdom, but simply to see the level of civility and advanced intelligence can attain. I'm sure Batman's group had their usual fist fight at Arkham. Same with Superman's team at the fortress. But here, the true high end of the food chain, the most potent weapon in the world, nothing is nothing more than a little diplomacy. So we see Solovar, who last time, I mean, I, I'm sure he's shown up a bunch of times, but uh, I don't remember specifically seeing Solovar since the crisis. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah. I don't think that's Solovar. Solovar is dead. The house of Solovar. I'm sorry. You're yes. right. You're right. Um, <laughs> Okay, so, and I love this, Wildcat says, he's a talking ape, and Vixen says to him, you're a talking cat. Show some <laughs> respect. Um, so, um, you know, of course, you know, where, where there's a gorilla city, uh, you know, you've got to have a flash up front. And, uh, and of course, Hal had uh, some experiences with, uh, with gorilla city as well, being a, you know, being someone who, uh, who was very, very close with the Barry Allen flash. Mm-hmm. So he says, uh, you know, I was, you know, I was just a kid basically last time I saw you guys, and um, and, and oh, sorry, the, the ape that they're talking to, his name is Namdi. So he talks a little bit to uh, to to Wildcat Junior, and because uh, I call him <laughs> Wildcat Junior, um, they just say Wildcat. It's Wildcat Junior. Uh, he says, "You have the glow now, just from being here. Yes, I see it within you—the f- power of the full pride." And of course, this is kind of new to Wildcat Junior. But but it turns out that he's not actually talking to him; he's talking to Vixen. Oh yeah. And um, clue anyways, number five. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, there's a whole lot of sort of back and forth, and uh, but uh, but then something comes up, and uh, and MD has to has to uh, excuse himself. So um, Hal tries to explain sort of what the mission is, and uh, and and this is where we learn which legionnaire uh, is is hiding here. He says he is here, the lone wolf. Yes, he arrived months ago. Fear not, the bands embraced him. Um, mm. So so they get in there, and you see all of the, you know, all of all of the apes, and it turns out it's an Nzami. Uh, that has been born, which is which is the birth of a holy one, and uh, this kind of event happens only once every thousand years. So this is really really important for the people of uh, of of Gorilla City. So they all they all basically take off for this for this ceremony, and uh, and and Wildcat seem Wildcat Junior seems upset that they're not going to get to fight someone. <laughs> so it, it's you know basically okay. So Jay is going to take a scout around, and he invites. Um, he invites uh, Vixen to come along with him, um, and he says here, people think team-ups are for learning about your colleagues, but the true reward is what you learn about yourself. And this is, we've talked about this as being, you know, the whole par- purpose of the of the JSA now is, you know, they are a society. They are, they are all about, um, you know, training that next world of heroes and just being sort of a, this is what happens when you are a world of, of, uh, of superheroes. So off they go. She she uh, grabs her powers, for, absorbs her powers from a cheetah, 
or does she? And <laughs> away they go. Because, man, I don't know any any cheetah that... that, that she's cheating, all right. Don't oh, worry. Yes. I, I don't know any any cheetah that has those little lightning bolts that follow them around. And I notice... Uh, uh, so you see Jay's uh, hat falls off. And, of course, uh, he, they're all done scouting. And he comes back before it hits the ground. Um Anyway, so, you know, they said, you're not going to believe this one. And then you hear that they hear the thundering and Andy called it a game. And what it is, is you've got just this race of, mm. of, of, you know, all these gorillas are riding on, on little dinosaurs. <laughs> raptors. It seems. raptors, yes. <laughs> and amongst them is, uh, is a fellow we, we recognize and that's Timberwolf. And um, I don't know that we've ever talked about Timberwolf as yet. We so. haven't. This is his first official appearance in our continuity. <laughs> So, uh, so do you want to give just sort of a a, a quick the sure? Quick and dirty we'll, we'll on... do the we'll do the bullet on Timberwolf. Timberwolf is Bryn Londo of the planet Zune. Um, his his dad um, experimented on him as a child, and has given Bryn the abilities of enhanced agility, speed, and strength. Not not in the Superboy class, but certainly <laughs> more than us average humans would have. At some point in his career, uh, Bryn thought he might have been a robot. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Bryn's not the sharpest legionnaire ever. <laughs> um, but, but we don't like him because of that. <laughs> um, he was involved with um, Light Lass, Lightning Lass for most of his romantic legion career. And um, he served as deputy leader once towards the end of the Levitt's run, I believe. Um, That's right, yeah. Timberwolf was the Legionnaire to kind of sort of figure out who Sensor Girl was, actually, mm-hmm. which which is so ironic. It's not even funny. Yeah, and um, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's a good guy. He's, he's been confused. He was in a um, one of those Legion issues where his experience was a um, parable for drug use, I believe, and Light Lies had to get him That's off right. the juice. Yeah. Um, and obviously Timberwolf... Looks an awful lot like a certain Marvel character, hmm. <laughs> or the and other way around. Like yes, a certain Marvel character who and hung the, around and... a little girl with a yellow jumpsuit or, or a jacket <laughs> or ever in a day. Um, you know who we're talking about. Um. <laughs> and 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 it, was it was it uh, Growler Cockrum that did the re- redesign on him when he came back? It was it was oh, Cockrum, I... wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was Cockrum. Cockrum. Yeah. yeah, I think it was so, Cockrum. So there you have it. Who went on to draw the X-Men. Ooh. Exactly. Um, so Bryn um, ends as a member of the Legion in the uh, Baxter run. And in the five-year gap, Bryn has changed <laughs> somewhat. We, we see him, but then we don't see him. I didn't get it was Bryn for, like, the longest time. Oh, really? Yeah. For me, it was, like, no it, clue. in the first issue because of the hair. Yeah, I had no clue. And I was like, oh, you've got... And the reason why I didn't have a clue is because they had introduced all these weird aliens. Yeah. yeah. And he just kind of fit in. Oh, this is another weird alien, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So and, and this to, is a new character. Okay. To, to and be fair... Then, when, when they explained it to me, I'm like, oh, you've got to be... Yeah. I said words <laughs> that no Christian man should say. Now, and, and, um, <laughs> and when you first started reading Legion, of course, Bryn didn't have the funky hairstyle. So, I mean, you were more, much more used to him... Um, with the uh, you know sort of looking more more human, 
more human. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe that's why it just as soon as I saw uh, that, that character it was just like, oh, okay, that's that's Timberwolf. Like, I oh, oh, that's Bran. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then in the quiet darkness, something happens to Bran in the five year gap and he gets transported to the 20th century yeah. for a wonderful series, which was actually drawn by a, a friend of mine, Joe Phillips. And um, he was there for a little bit, and then Zero Hour occurred. Everything got wiped off yeah. the map. Um, was he an Archie? I think he was. Oh. I don't think I he was. Actually, no, I don't think he was. I don't recall. It, it doesn't. I, it, maybe, he, I just read maybe he appeared, the, but. Yeah, I just read the. the um, Legion of the Damned and Widening Rifts this afternoon, and I don't remember seeing him in there. Yeah, I don't think he was. I could well, someone check Wikipedia while I stall. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> now he was definitely part of the three boot, but not as a legionnaire right off the bat. No, and but but he was prom, you know he was in there prominently, um, and and he was romantically linked with Princess Projectra of all people. It's... There's that irony striking again, right? Yeah. Um, What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on a second. And I, I really did like Bryn in the three boot. I really, and I'm, I'm talking about the three boot in past tense because we are two issues away from it being over. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can talk about number forty-eight later. I actually kind of liked number forty-eight, but it's, it's a shame that we're. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Yeah, was, I liked forty-eight because <laughs> it wasn't an issue where robots were coming out of the sky for no apparent reason. <laughs> Um, because we had been through a year of that. Thank you. You know, it seemed like a year. (laughs) It's loading in slowly, but they, they say that on, on, according to Wikipedia, he, Timberwolf was introduced in the Legion world's miniseries. Ah, and at first he appears to come from Rimbor and then that's where the snip cuts off and it's still loading the page for some reason. And I'm actually (laughs) a little bit worried that it's going to make your voices disappear. Uh oh. <laughs> well, never mind that. Yeah. So, Bryn does appear at some point during the uh, second boot of the Legion. How's that? The two boot? <laughs> yeah, the two boot. The two boot, two boot or not two boot? Um, <laughs> and now we sound we now sound like Paul. <laughs> a boot and a boot. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, and, and that's basically all you need to know about Timberwolf, except um, he is the hairiest Legionnaire ever. Yes. There. Yes, exactly. <laughs> nice. Okay, that, so that, that's important trivia to know. <laughs> absolutely. So, anyway, it turns out they've got the big race, and um, and uh, and he comes in third, and you know he's they, they say, oh. oh, you know, you're ashamed of it, you know, because uh, most of these guys have been writing since the 1930s, and one and Mampo has been writing since the 1880s, and mm. it's just like Mampoa cheats. <laughs> and uh, and he says, well, they say you cheat just by being half their weight, <laughs> and nice. simply because Mampoa grips with an opposable toe. <laughs> so um, the uh, the basically the Justice Leaguers uh, and JSAers they they they're kind of excuse me, Bryn, and he's you know I, I don't know. Um, he says, well, you know, I, you know, I think you got the wrong person. So Green Lantern brings the ring out, and uh, and out comes the catchphrase of Lightning Lad, and um, and you know you see something come over his eyes. Uh, he says the heartbeat hit, hits quick. Dream Girl was leeched, Wildfire was immobilized, and Timberwolf was surrounded by people who were cut from his exact same cloth. We all have our own nightmares. 
<laughs> so he says, yeah. I, I don't belong here. Can we leave now? And and it is interesting because this is, as we say, you know, it, it, they were each put into put into their own personal hell. So yeah, here Timber we are. Timberwolf is a loner. I mean, yeah. he is the loner of the Legion, period. Yeah, that's why he was the lone wolf. I mean, that's that's kind of his thing. So here we are um, on Thanagar, and we've got uh, Power Girl and uh, and Red Arrow. Hold on, hold on. Okay, this is now a uh, PG-13 review. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anytime you start talking Power Girl. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so basically... Uh, he takes, you know, uh, Roy's taking the helmet off. Uh, the air's regulated. She asks about whether or not they questioned him. He says, so aren't you supposed to, you know, I don't know. Wildfire had a belt burst out of his chest. You know, isn't this where you blurt another puzzle piece or tell us why you're, why you're really here? And and he just, and all Bryn says is, I'd just like to go now. Where's the rest of my team? So, of course, uh, Roy doesn't really trust the, the team, hmm. and, uh, and he's not going to say so. And, you know, Power Girl's kind of trying to get it out of him. But he says, all I know is whenever scary super teams show up from the future, there's always an initial fist fight followed by the obvious misunderstanding. In this case, we all started out shaking hands with everyone as friends. It means there's only one thing for us to do later. Um, and, and I just, <laughs> you know, after, after a couple of cheesecake panels, um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, power girl says, if it happens, I'm yeah. taking dream girl first. He says, take karate kid. He's fastest. So they're kind of talking this back and forth. And, uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, hot girl and, uh, Hawkman are flying the <laughs> ship. And, um, and he said, you know, basically, uh, you know, as a character who's been reincarnated so many times, uh, Carter says, I've traveled forward through time for over 4,000 years. People only go backwards for one thing, to change it. Um, so they land on on Thanagar, and uh, Kendra gives uh, Roy some wings and uh, says, you're going to need these if you want to keep up. And he says that he'll keep up just fine. And um, and so there's just a little bit of, of of banter, you know. It's it's again more of the uh, the I'm going to take your ponytails and stick them in the inkwells, and uh, <laughs> and they and, like each other. This is what straight people call flirting. <laughs> so he says, you know, um, something about you know, you know what they say about couples who dress alike. And um, and you see, yeah, <laughs> you just see Carter just glowering at him. Now I don't know, I don't, I don't care, you know, I don't care who you are, and and nobody wants to have um, Hawkman on their bad side. <laughs> well, so, this is this is just building the tension of the Hawk Arrow family even more, isn't it? Well, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, that's why it's such a big deal for it to be Roy and Kendra together because that that it Romeo does, and Juliet. Oh, yeah, they are the hmm. Montagues and Capulets of the DC universe. <laughs> So um, anyway, so uh, Power Girl's looking to give to give him some advice, and she says, you know, just to, you know, be careful. You know, basically, you you don't want to mess around with this. Hmm. Um, so you know, they kind of have a, a a lot of talk about this, and just how basically she says, you know, <laughs> she says, I'm not stupid, Roy, and I appreciate that you th- the size you think your testicles are, but you're a guy with a bow and arrow volunteering to go to, on on the one mission that's on another planet in space out of your <laughs> element. That's something What's I've that? used that line. <laughs> I just what, thought it was you're, perfect. You're a guy situation. with a bow and arrow volunteering to go on the mission that's on another planet. 
No, I'm the girl in the cave telling someone, I do appreciate the size you think your testicles are, but it's a great, it's a great line. Nice. And, uh, and actually here's where, uh, you know, they had to come to it at some point. He says, is this, is this where you threaten uh, threaten me to stay away from the Capulets? But, you know, basically it's like, you don't mess with the Hawks cause it could get, it could get nasty. And, um, and uh, then they they sort of flash on the idea of you know she's like I, I kind of have my interests as well but you got to be careful and uh, they show the panel of 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 Carter and Kara in in full lip lock and uh, and this this kind of shocks Roy but um, man that'd be a scary couple I'll tell you <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> it's hard to tell whose chest is bigger isn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit so. Um, Anyway, so they go through their whole their whole conversation about this thing. So you know, she says, you know, when they get to their, what was it? When they get to, uh, when she says it to you, as she eventually, uh, as she eventually will, it's going to shatter you more than any supervillain's punch. So we we end up uh, suddenly in Metropolis. We're in the future, and um, uh, the woman that we saw in the in the in the earlier issue is on the operating table. And um, you know, shades of heroes. Her the top of her head's cut off, and <laughs> uh, and uh, and so um, you've got the the little the little uh, gorilla here that we're seeing before, and the little know, white gorilla. Exactly. Mm. Still didn't understand why we had to come a thousand years to. This was the height of his power, his future, plus the technology. And uh, you see the the head taken off here, and you and you start to realize what it is, and they and they start to pull focus from from the woman to the people who are standing over her talking about her, and you look and you realize it's Perdegaton, it's Despero, and right there in the middle, the ultra humanite, a big Ooh. white gorilla. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and we're back to Thanagar, and uh, they're saying, you know, are you sure she's the one we're looking for? And they talk about her ring sending us a, a signal that's stronger than the others, something to do with all the time she spends in uncharted space. And really, when you get down to it, okay, so we're on Thanagar. What other character could we be looking for other than the <laughs> one that's got wings? And um, yeah. and sure enough, um, you know, they're they're talking through this, and uh, and they said. Uh, you know, basically, you know, here, you know, what does she look like? Native American girl with real wings, not the harness kind. And uh, so they're looking for Dawnstar, and he's, <laughs> and I love this. Roy says, "Oh, then she's practically a sore thumb, girl with wings. Never seen that before." <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. If you're gonna hide somewhere. This is a good place for Dawnstar to hide. Exactly, and I'm not sure where the where the break is in this. Have I gone further into the next issue? Nope. No, no, no. Keep going. No? Okay, great. Okay, so uh, so basically, um, they managed to find uh, to find Dawnstar, um, and she's wearing <laughs> a, a fetching little uh, little uh, purple one piece here. And uh, they give her the catchphrase and they say, "I think you said it wrong." And they tried again. And they tried again. And she's just, you know, I apologize. Can I help you with something? And uh, and they're saying, "Well, no, I think we read it wrong." <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyway, they say about, you know, this, this girl, it turns out, you know, she, they say, oh, wait, these are, your wings aren't real. And uh, she, she was just standing in front of a statue. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, but she's got the flight ring. And she said, uh, she said, basically, you know, her, uh, she promised that she would come back to me. And, and, and she and I, she said she'd come back, but she's not, is she? For her to feel her friends from this far away, 
Uh, she's already home. And so we get back to uh, to uh, the headquarters, and Bryn comes walking in, and Dream Girl runs up to him. And um, <laughs> and they were never this close, so I don't know no, what this it, is about. It, it, it's, yeah. it's a little odd, yeah. And um, so they so basically it's like they want a moment alone. They want they want a bit of time alone. So of course uh, the JSA and the JLA walk out of the room, and naturally you still got Mister Terrific <laughs> Black Canary on the other side of that two way glass. She says, "You feel that Brainy's backup? There are five of us now. Enough for the mission." And uh, the the monitor goes dead. Um, mm. So they call for Bruce, and basically, <laughs> um, and Black you know, Canary cusses like a sailor. Exactly. <laughs> So um, she says, you know, the vision said that we that one of us dies, but with the time shift, and um, and you know, basically, it sounds like their their uh, memories aren't coming back all at once. And he says, you know, you still don't remember, do you? Brainy said it would come in time, but they they basically they pull open the um, uh, they pull open the, the the little pouches, the little things off the belts, and it turns out they're little lightning rods. Mm-hmm. Now uh, we actually uh, we we just got to the story before we'll we'll get to the story before this uh, in a couple of episodes, um, but we're going to see those lightning ro- those lightning rods really are are a big deal for the Legion. Um, oh, yeah. So they bring out these, uh, you know, it's made from uh, <laughs> a lightning rod made from aluminum and copper. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Um, so they know that something bad's happening and he said, uh, and, and, you know, he says, we, you know, these, these kids aren't novices. We need to get up there. And there are seven of these little lightning rods. Thanks for treating them like the Titans. (laughs) (laughs) You did them a favor, JLA, JSA. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so he says, "I, I remember I, we volunteered to sacrifice ourselves to bring him back. And so again, they're still they're still all panic, you know, wondering what's going on. You know, is there are we under are they being attacked or are they attacking something? What's going on? And Dawnstar shows up, and doesn't know who she is. She's and uh, and of course, Wildfire is the first one to her. Uh, and uh, she's like, I, I'm not. I was drawn here, but do I know you? And he comes out with the uh, with the lightning lad phrase, and she remembers. She says, "We're here to save him, aren't we? I know where we have to go." And that's the end of that issue, yeah. and it was titled Suicide yeah. in the Interlap. Exactly. So, Matt, you're going to take the next one? Yep, just got to uh, uh, get it out of the package. <laughs> <laughs> go for it, there. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Take it out of your package, baby. But while he's, while he's talking about this, of course, this one, this one is the one with the, with the famed uh, Power Girl cover, is it not? No, this is, is the JSA with damage on it. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, and um, but if you look at the uh, the Jimenez cover, fantastic. Um, you've got it. Oh, got I don't a, have that one. Oh, it's yeah. it. Uh, let me tell you guys, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you got wildfire you, and uh, star. Are you Girl. sleeping with it at night, Paul? <laughs> it's 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 very pretty. It's very pretty. <laughs> it, it's 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 pretty, almost on a scale with that because I, I I didn't even mention that. That's uh, that's some fine Dawnstar drawing on that previous uh, that last page of that last issue. Oh yeah, she she's looking yeah. pretty. Uh, oh yeah, rusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Again, some even. <laughs> it's the it's the PG thirteen version, right? Or the, yeah, uh... <laughs> really. All right, Matt. Oh, all right. This issue starts up with 
the uh, Justice League and the Justice Society in one of the headquarters. And I think it's the League's headquarters, but um, Superman's thinking about how when he was a boy, he'd barely heard of the Justice Justice Society. And it says that Jay once said that if the team was still together when kids like me, Bruce, and Diana started putting on costumes, things might have been different. They might have tried to recruit us and train us. I asked him why the Justice Society didn't when they eventually reformed. Jay said, it's not just that it's not just about what you can do. It's about your heart being in the right place. And the Justice League's hearts were in the right place since day one. And then we've got uh, Power Girl and Superman talking, and they want to know what's wrong with the Legionnaires. And Superman says that time travel was never easy, and he refers to one of the Legion's most historical adventures remains undocumented because none of us could recall the exact circumstances <laughs> behind it. The archives called it the Legion of Three Worlds. Very nice. <laughs> foreshadowing yeah and that kind of makes you think when does the legion of three worlds actually happen occur exactly yeah so because if (laughs) if if superman in the present day remembers it or at least knows that it happened yeah exactly and that's and that's the thing a lot of people have said so you know with legion of three worlds where does that occur in relation to superman beyond you know it's like when they took him out you know where where does that tie into final crisis and it's like superman's timeline doesn't necessarily have to Um, right you know it's you know the any relation to it is on the legion side of things and uh you know they could have picked up superman really from any point in the past Mm mm-hmm and there are right. two Legion of Three Worlds stories. Yes. yes, yes. So we can't assume that he's talking about the one that we're hoping to read again in January. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But uh, then Superman says that the last time he'd seen the Legion was right after the first crisis. And they never came back, and he never understood why. But then they start talking about the lightning rods, and he says that he's seen him before, and he knows what it's used for. And one of the founding members of the Legion, Lightning Lad, was killed stopping an, inv- an alien invasion. And then he goes on to just tell, that, tell the story of what happened. And we've got a panel that's almost uh, reprinted directly from that. It's even yes. got the old... The old style coloring. The, <laughs> the old style coloring, which is very nice. Is talk about how Prody sacrificed itself to resurrect Lightning Lad, and then Geo Forces and Batman—they're kind of getting in Superman's face. Geo Force says <laughs> that is not only ridiculous, Superman—it's insane. And Superman says our devotion to each other was unexplainable. <laughs> Batman says you were kids and. One of the lines of the series, Superman responds, no, Batman, we were Legion, as he looks down at his ring. Uh, Oh, goosebumps. It it totally gave me chills. Absolutely. Uh. (laughs) Turn the page, and now we meet up with the six Legionnaires that we have so far. With They're all flying through the sky, talking about what's 
they feel bad for lying to Superman, not being able to tell him what's going on. And they, they discuss that, what are they going to do? Tell him what's happening in their present time or, and what's happened to his name. And they can't risk having him follow them back. And then Starman and dream girl are flying off. And he says that constellation there, that's Cygnus, the beautiful swan. And dream girl's like, that's lovely, Tom. <laughs> uh, it's just, his dialogue is just so great. It really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, they talk a little bit more about um, how before they left, what they have to do for the Legion or for their mission in the past and how Superman and his teammates were never supposed to get involved. And then she says, oh, the last Legionnaire is over there. And then they talk... Then <laughs> Bryn's kind of still, he's still sulking, which imagine that with him. <laughs> if they hadn't gotten involved, I'd still be racing dinosaurs with a bunch of talking gorillas. <laughs> Wildfire. I'm surprised he didn't find a girlfriend, Bryn, which is awesome. <laughs> At least I didn't think I was a statue. Of course, I like you better that way. Oh, yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, and, you know, I mean, let's face it, they're pretty much cut from the same cloth, really. Oh, yeah. Without a <laughs> yeah, doubt. Yeah. Timberwolf and Wildfire. Mm. Oil and water. <laughs> they're awesome. <laughs> uh, and then they uh, talk a little more about the mental safety blocks and how they didn't work the way they were supposed to. They were just supposed to be concealing their thoughts from... Uh, Saturn girl, because if she knew what was going on, she, they would have wanted to come back with them. And the Legion needs the big three, and they can survive without one of us. Yeah, shades of the conspiracy theory right there. Very much, yeah. and, uh, which is interesting considering who, who they're headed toward now. But also yeah. um, is just where he said, you know, they risk their lives to save me. And um, so this, you know, again, is the where it's like, which which karate kid is this? You know, we, yeah. we later get led to believe another thing. But at this point, you know, we're all basically, you know, hey, this is the this is the original. This is the real. This is the original. Yeah. Yep. Which is why what's about to happen really messed my mind up. Well, yeah. but, but when you think about it and, and, you know, part of it was just in the context of where he says, you know, hey, they risked their lives to save me. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, so at some point they did this, they did this thing for him. And, exactly. And, um, you know, and that, and that kind of changes the, basically who we're going to meet. I mean, it, you know, that it, it does have a huge impact and I, I don't want to get into too much detail, but uh, I think, I think that's going to be unavoidable at some point. It, it is because they address the character by their real name. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, they're still flying through the swamps, and Tom's going off about clubhouses and tryouts and talking about uh, not being able to find Sunboy, which comes up in the Superman and the Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. And then they start and that talking they let about Nightgirl in. Yes. 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 And the, they're talking about his mental problems and that. He is schizophrenic, and well, in these in the future that it was able to be treated, and he had spent some time in some mental institutions right after his powers had popped up. 
but he didn't get his uh, medical clearance to travel back in time. He tricked Colossal Boy and <laughs> took his place. <laughs> Not difficult to do. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, and since the... <laughs> See who he married. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and since the beam wasn't calibrated for Starboy or Starman at this point, it messed everything up and sent everyone back to where they were found. But uh, we're on, in, on an unanticipated path, and then Dawnstar says, I can see it on him, Val, the mark of the multiverse. And, and that's... That's key. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With, with, what's with, coming? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just yeah, just gonna say yeah. With that's pretty key with what's been going on in the Justice Society books recently. Yeah, and I mean we've talked about it on the show before, so it's I mean that whole idea of his of his uniform being a map of the multiverse, and <laughs> um, you know that that was dropped on us way back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't even think about it back then because no. of what. Because if you you knew where he had been, and that's what you thought, oh, they were just referencing the Kingdom Come universe, yeah. but uh, not well, that he is a map to the multiverse. We thought she was. We thought she was being metaphorical. You know, we thought it was yeah. basically, you know, like he's got the stink of the multiverse on him. Kind exactly. of exactly. Yeah. And, and now uh, that you think about it, has Dawnstar ever been metaphorical? Well, no, exactly. What she's right. saying is, is <laughs> look, it's right there. <laughs> So right. not one to wax poetic most of the time. So. Right. <laughs> Although, judging by what she's wearing in that last panel, it's only poetic wow. that she doesn't wax. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's shopping at the 31st century's equivalent of uh, Victoria's Secret. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Sorry. Go on, Matt. Tom's waving at a little snake. Hi, Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed awesome. when I saw that. So <laughs> did I. And yeah, they're. <laughs> Then they land in the swamp, and Bryn's confused. Imagine that. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Dawnstar explains that he, before came back, coming back into this time period, he was accidentally shunted to a parallel Earth, in which time responds, Earth-22, meh. No one there <laughs> liked each other very much. <laughs> yeah, meh. He's apathy, lad. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> At least that's one of his personalities. Yeah. 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 So, is, I mean, because is it just me or is, is Bryn basically like the Joey Tribbiani of the Legion? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. In this, yeah. Yeah. In this one, he is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom always did call himself the unluckiest Legionnaire. And, of course, we remember that from uh, from Tom and Wildfire having that con- that whole conversation in uh, uh, during the Levitt's run in that spotlight on yep. Starboy issue. Yep, three oh six. Well, between Tom and Lightning Lad, um, they they win the the top spots for unluckiest legionnaire. I think. Yeah. Who's still alive? That is. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I think being killed in action is pretty unlucky. But yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah. Wildfire's had it kind of rough too, but you know. Well, true. <laughs> but that was really before he was a legionnaire. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. And yeah. and then you'd have to add triplicate girl to that. So. Yes. Yes. She's died and and lived to tell. She's died and lived to tell about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah, and oh, and 
uh, Dream Girl feels bad for not seeing this coming, but Karate Kid says you can't dream up everything that's going to happen, and she's she's uh, feeling bad that not be, she wasn't mentioning her precog abilities that she knows Tom, and he's going to risk his life to help his friends. And he says, you're my dream girl. I did it because I love you. And she's all, oh, I love you too. And they hug and in the background, uh, wildfire, he's just scratching his head and says, (laughs) hey, Donnie, (laughs) because of their relationship. Mm -hmm. And she, Don Saris says, look alive, Legionnaires. We're not the first to arrive. Yeah, she moves right on from it. They see the... They see Damage, Our Man, Liberty Bell, Wonder Woman, and Black Lightning have already arrived in Suicide Swamp. This and this shot of um, Liberty Bell, she looks totally like Veronica Lake there. Oh yeah, that's who they're oh, yeah. that's who they're modeling her off. Yeah, of, totally. without without a doubt. I mean, it's 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 really stunning on this panel. With the hair over one eye. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's uh, Veronica Lake was a beautiful woman. Oh yeah, just beautiful. So, and this story is actually called Three Worlds. The title is up there in Interlac for those nice. of you wanting the translation. Ooh, uh, I still haven't mastered my Interlac. <laughs> That's why you're at the academy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got plenty of books that have the key, but they. <laughs> Yeah. You, Some of them are, you need to know a few letters, and then you can start piecing it together. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I know the E because element lad, but... <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the, and the W. Come on, it's a W. <laughs> it's a W. And the S is an S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've already narrowed down a bunch of them right there. So you, you now know how to spell the word so. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or Sal. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. But anyway. uh, in in the swamp, so you can uh, Wonder Woman and Liberty Bell are having a talk about marriage. They, and she said, Wonder Woman says that it's not the concept that she grew up around. <laughs> being a, yeah, On being an from island, an island. All of women. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. And she says, what about Superman or Dr. Midnight? And Wonder Woman's like, eh, nah. But <laughs> then <laughs> Miss America, not Miss America, excuse me, Liberty Bell says, oh, I've got a guy who might be perfect for you. Your costumes, <laughs> they, look, they look so great together. Have you met the new Mr. America? you got to so. love that idea, right? Because then you look at her costume and, and our man's costume, and it's like, it is the same kind of, the same shade of yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the whole thing about newly married couples want to see all their friends get married. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, luckily, we were, the, we were the last among our group of friends to get married, so. I was the first and the last. <laughs> I was the first, then they all got married, then I got divorced, then I got married again. <laughs> I still have yet to have a ring on my finger. Aw. Aw. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was... Uh, on my finger. Uh, that is. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeesh. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> Meh. Alrighty. Uh, and back to uh, the the guy Legionnaire. No, the Justice 
types <laughs> they are talking about sending they still have to send out the thank you cards but uh <laughs> they but Rick liked the <laughs> liked the snowboards <laughs> and then they talk a little bit about to damage Grant and about how he should be in school but Turns out he dropped out because he was getting picked on by his teacher for probably still for the incident in Atlanta, which oh, was yeah. when he first debuted. Yeah, it was like in the first couple of issues, wasn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said they that you are... hold it against you. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about the Civil War? Y'all burned it down. We're still holding it. That, so. that was what, 18 whatever? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they, uh, Black Lightning offers his assistance in finding a tutor for him, and he says, eh, I'll think about it. And then they show up at their location, and it is the. Legion of Doom headquarters. Meanwhile, expect the little comments coming out. Yes, yes. And this Legion of Doom is one of the old secret society headquarters. And I don't actually ever remember this being the secret society headquarters. But New uh, Earth, New Earth, New Earth, exactly. New Earth, New Earth, New Earth. New Earth. <laughs> and they they get the impression that someone's trying to bust out of the headquarters, and a black lightning goes and opens the door, and eh, there's three people you see in shadow. Ask. And they say, look, girls, don't be afraid. It must be help. He's wearing Garth's uniform. I don't like the mask. doesn't bother me. Maybe he's this time period's lightning lad. And I don't really like his mask either. It looks like tanning goggles. (laughs) 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 Then find out that it's really a triplicate girl. And everyone gets introduced to each other. And Triple Girl wants to know where Wonder Woman's cape is. And they say, that's her daughter. And then they just, and she pulls her other two selves Mm -hmm. in. She says, sorry for the chatter. Sometimes I lose myself, you know. And they introduce, continue with the introductions. But in the background, we see a hand and someone saying, it's not real. It's not real. Mm Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Here's where we get some of this stuff, just as far as uh, the, you know, which which continuity are we pulling from. With some minor exceptions, it's easy for us to believe that each of the Legionnaires that we've seen thus far were on the same team at the same time. Right. Um, you know, uh, to, <laughs> although we're seeing like 70s era karate kid uh, uniform wise. Um, and, uh, we, you know, we've got wildfire in his pre magic wars costume. Mm-hmm. We've got, um, you know, dream girls pretty much wearing what she always wore. So is, so is Dawn star, uh, with, you know, with, with 
some minor sort of cosmetic bits, but, but you know, they could perfectly well be, hey, you know, um, Wildfire got tired of the jacket and went back into the containment suit, you know, right. you know, and uh, and and Bryn decided to start styling his hair that way again because it it was suddenly fashionable. Um, because Moose is so popular in the thirty first century. Yes, well, you know, he 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 happened upon an old uh, Hugh Jackman ret- retrospective, and uh, uh, <laughs> but you know, I need so, a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, but you can, you can totally okay. buy th- that all these guys could have been on the team at the same time, but yeah. in no way would they would they have been on the team in that way with Triplica Girl. Certainly, Wildfire right. and Dawnstar were never on the team with Triplica Girl because no, by she then was she was doing damsel by that point. E- e- exactly. Right. So I mean, we we end up with uh, you know this is sort of the first one where it's like, hey, wait a second, and so yeah. you know, I, and and this is where it begs the question: Are they pulling from different? time zones so is this the triplicate girl of the earth of the original uh, earth one legion um who's been brought back from an earlier stage in in her career or is this the three boot uh triplicate girl i think there's yeah. very little argument that she is you know uh considering what we know now what we've seen since you know in, in uh back in uh one of the recent issues of the Legion series, you know, they come in and they, they take um, triplicate girl and uh, karate kid with them. So I think we can, we can kind of surmise that this is the same triplicate girl at the very least. And uh, this triplicate girl's not real, Paul. Well, you, you know, or is yeah, she? Yeah. Uh, well, is that's that the, the argument we're having. And, and that's what I'm saying is, 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 you know, is it, or is it not? I mean, that that's, that's the question. Oh, okay. Um, you, you, you know, I, I just wonder if it was a, if it's a misdirect. But but let's let's yeah. let's continue on. Well, that's true. It could very well be. Totally. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah speaking of misdirect, uh, Triple Girl is. <laughs> That'd saying... be a great name for her. <laughs> misdirect. <laughs> that should have been she... her Archie name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She is saying that. Um, that the mission of the Legion is to stop the world's first psychopathic AI from being born, one obsessed with the destruction of superheroes. <laughs> and it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're surprised, and it's, it's already begun as the base comes to life and says that they have to destroy the entire base and... Well, we see Computo, and I don't know if you'd want to talk a little bit more about Computo, or just wait till we get there. Uh, we'll, we'll just wait till we get to that story, because yeah, this isn't really Computo, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they <laughs> they start to fight with our man, saying, "Hey, Mister Speaking Spell, get your hands off the married woman," as he. <laughs> Punches he does like his... a speaking spell, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> he does. He really does. <laughs> oh, Shall man. we play a game? <laughs> you know, and, and this is funny because this is something. Um, there was an article. I f- it was linked to from the uh, from the Legion abstract, but uh, but actually he talked about it for a bit as well. And he said, you know, this is where you know when the Legion falls down is is when it starts relying on the technology. Um, because things that seemed like uh, like so far in the future, twenty years ago, are suddenly pretty mundane now. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so, you know, that's why it, it really behooves them to focus on the human stories beh behind them, you know, to create this sort of fantastic world around them, but not to delve too deeply into that. No, that's right. that's a mistake. Yeah, yeah, because this is where you get this kind of thing where it's like, you know, because at the time they were like, wow, imagine one day they will have computers that fit in a single room. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and but that's been proven by all movies with computers in it. I was actually Absolutely. watching um, The Desk Set, which is an old Hepburn Tracy movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it's a great Christmas time movie, and it's about this business. Well, it's a, it's a TV station that's putting in a computer in the uh, research department. The computer takes up most of the office. Yeah. yeah. It's like an entire wall. <laughs> and I'm looking at this. This is the most advanced. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> and I'm looking at the remote control next to me. I bet, I bet my remote control is more advanced than that computer is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then War Games and Tron and all, all these oh, movies that bring up, you know, computers. Ten years later, it's like, no, no. <laughs> That's so dated. So, and and, yeah. and they were just they were things that um, that they that they would you know make reference to that were just kind of well we're kind of doing a lot of that stuff now and mm -hmm. you know like the idea of you know in Encyclopedia Galactica that they always used to refer to well, I we, love that we've got that <laughs> we, we we call it Wikipedia Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> you know and it, it's just kind of funny it's just this this whole sort of centralized database of a repository for information so a anyway sorry yeah uh, they're just basically doing a lot of fighting and triplet girl says we need to get out before it seals us in and damage says making exits is my thing <laughs> as he <laughs> blasts a hole in the wall and, and then uh, they see that the legionnaires have arrived and turn the page and it's just a huge awesome oh it's a fantastic awesome, spread yeah. yeah spread of just everyone fighting against computo and uh his tendrils shooting out, mm -hmm. and yeah, <laughs> there's just more fighting. And but <laughs> Tom runs into Superman, Superman, and says, "Where are your glasses? They make you look smarter." <laughs> yeah, that's a clue. That's a big clue. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then the uh, <laughs> Timberwolf and Wildcat Junior. Are stating how they hate getting wet, <laughs> and Wildcat Senior says, "Quit your complaining and keep dancing." Hal's <laughs> uh, <laughs> having some problems because his rings voice uh, analyzer or whatever is is shut off, and it's because the... you can't hear it, Hal. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, the, you see Dawnstar saying, our flight rings won't keep Green Lantern's ring from talking for long. They're going to see it soon. And, oh. and Wildfire says, and make the switch, Donnie. And Karate Kid says, I hate doing this to Cal. And it's for his protection and for his teammates that we see the uh, the mysterious person behind the scenes in the the society base and create it and they'll go away create it and they'll go away Dawnstar comes up and says it's okay you did great but you can stop now and then says lightning lad and the ring goes crackle and outside there's a huge tornado going on and 
we still don't know who is behind the uh, <laughs> behind the wreckage or what. But she says, Dawnstar, I remember now everything. As the fight's going on outside, Computo grabs one of Triple Hit Girl's bodies and evaporates it. And then the Justice League and Justice Society see what's going on. And mm-hmm. if you notice in this panel, Power Girl, her costume, it's a lot less different than the one in the last <laughs> issue. Yeah. yeah. That hole seems to expand and contract as needed. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. It's yeah. the rays of the yellow sun causing that. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and the seam down the middle has disappeared as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're all fighting and then superman notices something and he says i've seen this before this already happened this isn't right and then he says uh, tells everyone to stop and then they look around with the x-ray vision and realize that no one is there the swamp is just empty they're all confused as to what's going on because even Dr. Midnight saw it happening, and Superman says, Triplicate Girl was never here, Dr. Midnight. It was a legionnaire named Censor Girl. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then we see them flying off, and they, uh, Karate Kid and Censor Girl together. And eh, this kind of ruins the mystery of who is Censor Girl <laughs> for anyone who hasn't read that yet. But but if they've read this, then they already kind of know that. They just don't they kinda know, know it anyway why. at this point. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Karate Kid says, are you all right, Jackie? And she says, all I kept thinking was I had to hide, Val, but I know what we're here for now. I have the coordinates. And then Wildfire says, the storm's coming. <laughs> and Tom says, I love a rainy day. <laughs> you know... You know where to go. It's time to say goodbye and good luck. As the Legionnaires split up in three different directions, or seven different directions, as a bolt of lightning is crashing behind them. Kind of, it looks kind of like a Dark Knight Returns bolt of lightning. Yeah, it does. And, and that's got to be intentional. Oh, yeah. without it, a doubt. It was. Yeah. Totally. And that's the end of this issue. <laughs> yep. And issue 10, the conclusion of the lightning saga. Mm-hmm. Well, the cover that I have in front of me is, and there's no other word for it, it's boobalicious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have to admit that. So, <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you, so is the other one. Not quite as much really? so, but the Jimenez uh, cover is uh, still Power Girl front and center, and... Power Girl is front and center, and yeah. um, and you see sort of the corner of Damage's face, and they're all sort of heading away from an explosion. You got Black Canary, you've got uh, uh, Timberwolf, and um, and Hawkman and Dawnstar all flying away from this explosion. And it just you know, just looking at this is like, man, this is some this is some really good Amanda's work. I gotta say, yeah. And and this cover by um, Michael Turner has Power Girl, Black Canary, and Dream Girl. And the the breasts are shown to their um, full advantage, yes. <laughs> I believe is is the best way to put that. And, uh, and we'll we'll move on. I, <laughs> now, Dream Dream Girl speaks for itself. Dream Girl it? doesn't look nearly as zoftig there as she does in a lot of the other uh, 
No, she's not. For some reason, they 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 ran out of breast. <laughs> yes, that's because yeah, it's yeah. all out the front with Power Girl. <laughs> yeah, and don't I remember? And when this was originally solicited, weren't Power Girl's boobs even bigger? They and were. They, they were huge. Them back? This and was corrected. Still, yeah, it, this is the corrected version. The <laughs> earlier version, they were larger than her head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's the still scale. A and people were like, "Wait a minute, no." <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Sure, it's it's not exactly um, pleasing to the eye. I would think. I'm sure some people yeah. like that, but uh, I don't know. It's a me. bit much. Yeah. <laughs> so we we open in the swamp again, where the the Justice League and the JSA are apparently are still kind of confused by what's going on. Um, and Cal's looking around, um, looking for Sensor Girl, and says, "Sensor Girl, I found you." And he he streaks off to find um, Sensor Girl, and in a flashlight gets to her, and he says, "What are you doing?" And Sensor Girl says, "Clark, you're hurting me." And he says, "I bu- I barely," and she says, "You you shattered my shoulder," and Clark says, "Jackie." And then Kara, using her x-ray vision, says, Clark, she's already gone. She's not there. And then the great um, narration says, what really burns Cal is the fact that they not only got him once, but they know him well enough to be able to get him twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ow. What do you do when your friends try to kill you in every issue? Yeah. Yeah. He is mad. He is. Superman is now angry. (laughs) Very, very angry. And, um... You turn the page and you see the Legionnaires are are going to where they need to be, and that lightning bolt is is there in the sky, and that is a Dark Knight lightning bolt. I totally agree. Yeah, Dawnstar is where she needs to be. Timberwolf is heading to where he needs to be. Um, I guess we should say where they are. Dawnstar, I think, um, it doesn't really say where she is, does it? No, it says Dawnstar. It just says Dawnstar. Anyway, so wherever Dawn is, she's in Tokyo. She's in Tokyo. She's in Tokyo. Okay. And uh, Timberwolf is in Central City. <laughs> uh, Jackie is in Smallville. Wildfire is in San Francisco. Um, Starman is in Gotham, <laughs> and they're communicating with each other. Um, do we want to do we want to go into Sensor Girl at all and introduce her or no? I think I'm of two time, minds of it. I think the less time we spend on it, the better. Purely because. Okay. Um, if we don't put too much of a point on it further, then uh, that you know, trust us. You don't want to read too much into it because it's a great story and uh, yeah, and uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's kind a of beautiful fun story without knowing. Okay, so it's Sensor Girl. Yeah, and basically she can control your senses. End of story. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so um, they're trying to get a hold of Tom on the uh, lightning ring or the, <laughs> the Legion ring, Starman. Tom, are you there? Tom, Tom. <laughs> like, we are all here, Karate Kid. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> uh, Tom's become much more interesting now that he's in the 20th century. Out, yeah. Out, yeah. Um, and he says, you died too and came back. That's important. We, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. And we cheered three times that day. And three mm. is emphasis, the writers. I'm guessing that's three legions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your collar was was uh, bigger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Tom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at this next line. Hmm? Even if mm-hmm. I don't die, I can't come back. There are black holes to make. 
Yeah. That's only just paid off with the yeah. whole thing with the... Uh, yeah, with there the, are black holes to make. Yeah, mm. just amazing. Huh. And then um, we get to Dream Girl, who is in Keystone City. Ooh. And she says, I know you're arriving. <laughs> God, you've got to love a precog on the team, don't you? <laughs> and um, Dream Girl and uh, Jay Garrick, the Flash, are having a quick conversation. And she says, and this is where Dreamy proves that she was leader not by accident. Mm-hmm. She actually reveals that she's not the dumb platinum blonde she's been pretending to be in the previous four issues of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your Batman, he hid trackers in the costumes you gave us. I should have seen that. <laughs> and she did. That's a lie. Okay, that, that's completely bluff. She's delaying Jay. Yeah. Yeah. If you can delay the Flash, it takes a precog it's to a, do it. It's a big deal, absolutely. Yeah. And he said, you were lying before when you said you couldn't see the future. And she says, does it matter what I see? <laughs> Dreamy, right? Dream girl. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we're over the cute nicknames for... Uh, the JSAers and the JLAers. Um, and Flash says, listen to me, dream girl. <laughs> and this is the 80-year-old lecture. Oh, yeah, coming. yeah. Grandpa's about to put her over his knee. When, when I was a boy, we had to super speed over, <laughs> over the multiverse seven miles both ways. I had to climb the cosmic treadmill in snow both ways. <laughs> oh, Lord. And, um... <laughs> Dream Girl's like, you have a good point. Unless, of course, um, my job is to stall the one person who's actually fast enough to stop this from happening. And Jay actually has a pause there. Yes. A speedster pauses. Yeah, and when the speedster Mm. pauses, it's like, wait a minute. And he's like, "Um, we fought Hitler, sweetie. (laughs) I love that line. Yes. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um... And says, um, you think I'm the fastest member of the team? And in the next four panels on the next page, you see Power Girl showing up to confront Dawnstar. Hal is confronting Timberwolf. Red Tornado is confronting Wildfire. And Superman has confronted Sensor Girl. Girl. Mm -hmm. Mm. And you get a great, great conversation between Superman and uh, Sensor Girl. And I'm not going to spoil it all because it's just beautiful. And you're reading it anyway. But Cal's basically giving her the once-over with all of his super senses to make sure that that actually is Sensor Girl. Yeah. yeah. And basically they're, they're going over the whole story of you don't want to hold the lightning rods up and commit suicide, do you? And this is where we get kind of some, some meta text here in the story of how they're taking what was a quirky, silly Silver Age story in retrospect and making it very serious mm-hmm. because there's no Prody this time. Yeah. There, there is no Deus Ex Machina. If this goes off, one of these Legionnaires is going to die. Yeah, someone is going to sacrifice themselves so that this works. Exactly. Yep. And Clark gets to the point where the only thing that really convinces him that that's actually Sensor Girl is the, is the salty smell of her tears. Which, that's, that's just kind of sweet. It is, absolutely. <laughs> um, and Black Canary's trying to, you know, just tell him to stop her. Just stop her. And, uh, Superman's like, let me handle this my own way. You know, they, they are his you know, childhood friends after all. And he says, I can see the lightning rod. And, you know, of course he can. Yeah. It's right there. Um, yeah. She's <laughs> holding it. Exactly. Um, 
Batman and Mr. Terrific start to get into a little bit of a conversation of whether or not we have the right to prevent people from committing suicide or not. And um, it's the same question. Would you do everything you could to stop someone from jumping off a bridge or if you could? Yeah, then that's that's the hero's line. Like, if you're an everyday person, you might let them do whatever they want to do. But you, we're heroes. We don't we don't have that conversation. And, and, and we stop. Yeah. There's an interesting thing they talk about just before that where he says about, you know, where he's talking about the lightning rod, the lightning hitting one of the rods. And he says, so when the lightning hit one of them, their dead teammate came back to life. And and uh, and it and it is one of those things where yeah it seems kind of silly now but then and as as Batman says it's thirty first century science Michael don't expect it to make any sense hmm. yeah you know it's yeah, it's true. basically yeah of course it works we just don't understand how so they've taken something that was really kind of kind of kind of a silly little bit um, although a pretty serious story for the time yeah um, but they've taken this this aspect of it and they've. Uh, and and they've said, you know, it's like, yeah, it may seem goofy, but it worked, and it's because we just don't understand their science yet. Yeah, and it, and when I said it was silly, I, I just meant kind of, as someone reading today and not reading in the Silver Age, you might open that story and go, God, this was just oh goofy. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, it, but it, now it, that they've brought it up to where, oh, no, it's serious now. This was a serious thing. Yeah, totally. No, absolutely. Um, And so we get... um. The JLA and the JSA are trying to stop the Legionnaires from doing whatever it is they're trying to do. And Batman um, and Mr. Terrific are trying to uh, find two of the Legionnaires who are unaccounted for. And Starman's saying, my new team is going to be angry. <laughs> very, very angry. <laughs> and Starman's pal Superman, poor lonely Cal L, 1L. Yeah. His friends are always leaving. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And so Batman and Green Lantern, this is my favorite part of this story. Not even Sensigirl, who is one of my favorite Legionnaires. Batman and Green Lantern are opening doors. When you turn the page, first when you turn yeah. the page, I don't have the trade. I've got the floppy. The most disturbing part of this story was the fact that you get this really yeah. bizarre ballpark Frank ad with oh. this guy with this huge arm and a ballpark Frank sticking out of it. Oh, God, those ads were Wait. horrendous. Those were just disturbing, yeah. and I walked out of my personal continuity forever. Okay, I'm buying oh. the trade of this as soon as it comes yeah. out, so I don't yeah. have to yeah. see that ever again. <laughs> um, Batman and Hal both recognize where they are. They've been here before, and I will refer you to Crisis on Infinite Earths number two, ladies and yes. gentlemen, for yeah. the Batman panel. Oh, when that happened, when I saw that yeah. panel, I'm like, holy I dropped all kinds of S and F bombs, and and you know all, because all they've I'm done like, is they've they've uh, uh, what I love is that they've they just statted the panel. They didn't even have oh, to totally. redraw it; they just statted yeah. the whole panel. Love it. Mm -hmm. And then you see Green Lantern is looking at. Well, I should say what Batman's looking at. Batman is looking at Barry Allen, the Flash from Crisis on Infinite Earths number two, where Batman was um, fighting the Joker. And he gets mm -hmm. interrupted by a vision of Barry Allen telling him he, he has to help save the universe. He has to warn everyone now, now, now. And then the Flash disappears. And that's when Batman says, what the hell is going on in Crisis? Yeah. And then Green Lantern is looking at the uh, lightning accident which caused Barry Allen to get his Flash powers in the first place. Yeah. Look at those yeah. chemicals falling off that cabinet. Oh. 
yeah, it, it, this was another thing. This was another uh, page. That was an oh shiznit moment. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it totally was. And then, um, oh, you get the next um, panel where um, everyone's getting ready to do what they need to do. That they they've got the time set up, and um, it turns out that. Um, <laughs> Superman tells Sensor Girl, you've got a femtosecond to put that down. <laughs> I don't know what a femtosecond is, but I'm pretty sure it's darn short. It's fast. Yeah. It's very fast. When you look at how, how that lightning is quickly approaching, yeah, mm-hmm. he's barely got time to say that. <laughs> and then suddenly you see the Legionnaires have, ooh, force shields. Gee, wonder who gave them those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, on the next page, Dream Girl is like, there's no use vibrating. Brainy made them un- um, impenetrable. And Flash is like, yeah, well, that's only if they're on, Dinah. <laughs> and, of course, mm. the, J- the JLA, JSA have a backup plan. And they broke the Legion's rings. <laughs> and Stream Girl's like, what are you doing? And Flash is like, wrecking your force field. And it comes back on. <laughs> Love that. And Flash is like, yeah. what? how can you? And Dreamy's like, what? Did you actually think our... Our rings weren't self-repairing. <laughs> oh, this Pond. next line is awesome. Pond. And then Dream Girl says, "I don't care who you fought, sweetie. You've never faced Brainiac Five. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Comparing Hitler with Brainiac Five is just well, there's there's a whole yeah. lot there sweet, too, right? Sweet irony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just love the. Way I love she the fact that she threw on. the sweetie right back at Jay Garrick. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and because you, you know, so, you look at uh, Jay. Jay hasn't got a malicious bone in his body. You know, no. when 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 he's when he says something like that, you know, it's it's very much in a fatherly way. And uh, and, and, and there, Dream Girl said it back like a gay man who was pissed off at a club at three a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I've man. always actually envisioned Dream Girl talking like that. Anyway, so. <laughs> there you uh, <laughs> it makes it makes her dialogue much more interesting um, <laughs> typically um and so you see that the justice leaguers and jsaers are basically locked out of stopping the legionnaires from doing this unless they can stop the lightning bolt from happening um and so they they put up their uh, lightning rods and they begin to talk to each other and Dawnstar says drake goodbye my love mm-hmm. and wildfire says i'm here donnie i love you too mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Starman, um, oh, hold on. Oh, that's why it's, I'm trying to make sense out of what he's saying, and it, it makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, QRST, you don't understand Val, Val's power, do you? Um, to Mr. Um, Terrific. And Sensor Girl says, um, um, Makers protect me. And Timberwolf says, I'm coming, Ayla. That's interesting. Yeah. Which I thought that was very interesting considering I thought that this might have meant that Ayla was dead in the new continuity. Yeah. That's what I thought too. And maybe she is. I was like, oh, what happened to Ayla? Oh. Um, yeah. But maybe we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows when this story takes place in continuity? Yeah. So darn that time travel. <laughs> um, so they're all holding their, um, their wands up and um, – <laughs> They begin to ask Val why he hasn't put his shield up, and Val is the Legionnaire with a death wish. Val's always wanted to go out, you know, in a blaze of glory, yeah, pretty much. And that—that's yeah. early on. That's before Keith got a hold of him. <laughs> so, um, yeah. they—they're telling him to put his sprocking shield up, 
and um, that's not going to happen. Mm. And um, he's in Blue Valley. Yeah, he's in, he's in Blue Valley, which is where um, Wally West was um, raised for the most of his um, childhood career. Exactly, and I mean, we should really take a look at um, sort of where specifically everyone is, um, you know, and and what the what the connection is for each of them. Uh, well, let's, let's go back then, because obviously, um, Sense Girl is in um, a cornfield in Smallville, yeah. so that that connection's obvious. Absolutely. Um, the um, okay, and Bryn being in Central City, we know he's at the police lab where Barry Allen became the Flash, and okay. actually, that's where Wally became the Flash as well. Um, right. Yes, right. True. So, so there's that there's that connection there. Um, we've got uh, Dream Girls in Keystone City. Mm-hmm. Again, important. And Starman is at that mansion in Gotham City with Mr. Mm-hmm. Terrific and Batman. Yeah, and um, and you got uh, Wildfire in San Francisco. Now, and I'm not sure why he's in San Francisco. Me either. What what team is headquartered in San Francisco? The Titans. Exactly. Oh yeah, the Titans. Yeah, and the, the, Titans the Titans, which included also another Flash. Oh yep. yes, Wally right. and so Art. we're gonna we're gonna come back to that because I, I really want to get into some of the wow. speculation at the end of this story because yeah. there's, there's some really it, it, it leaves some interesting threads that are starting to be played out some of which we haven't even entirely seen play out so I just want to okay. make sure that we that we kind of so na- why is nail down the significance? Uh, my only guess is that's the Karate Kid connection, but I yeah I'm, I'm it, not sure or maybe yeah. maybe oh 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 window? oh hold on. Tokyo, isn't that where Bart came back in from Infinite Crisis? Oh God, I don't remember. Um, I'll check. Yeah, I'll, I I'll don't check. Remember. You, you keep because doc, he meets Doctor Light. Kimio oh was, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Wow. Okay, you that's continue my best on. Guess. Gonna, that's I'm my gonna best grab, guess. I'm going to grab my that's... Infinite Crisis hardcover and I'll, I'll confirm. It's that. at the end of number five, I think, where he comes okay. back. All right, you keep going, yeah. I'll, and I'll be right. Yeah, back. we'll we'll keep going. Um. And Karate Kid's holding up the wand or the the lightning rod. Uh, let's see. And the lightning begins to flash, and Val looks at it. And basically, they're um, Val's power of super karate. That's that's a misnomer. Val's power, while he has amazing fighting skills, Karate Kid's power has always been to spot the weakness in an enemy, right, <clears throat> and be able to pinpoint it and exploit it. Um, through hand-to-hand combat, that's really his power. While mm-hmm. while he got into the Legion with Karate Fu, <laughs> he fought Superboy to a standstill, hand-to-hand. Right. Yeah, you can't do that as a human being. Lex Luthor has learned that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Karate Kid has some kind of meta powers here, and it's mostly detecting how to get out of situations and how to get through them in one piece. And as the lightning bolt comes down, it comes down on Karate Kid's um, lightning rod, and um, he says, lightning lad. And then you see on the next panel, there or the next page, there is a big circle <laughs> with a mm. lightning bolt going through it. And it's apparently trying to go through Val's um, uh, skeletal nervous system, and it tends to go through the ground, and he is not grounded in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> None of it's touching the ground. And then um, Black Canary's like, uh, lightning hit, what happened, what happened? Um, 
and they're trying to figure out who it is, and the Legionnaires begin to vanish one at a time. And uh, Dream Girl says, see you soon, Jay Garrick. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. That's That can't be good. <laughs> because if anyone would know. She would. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dawnstar disappears. Um, all of them disappear except for, well, we'll get to him in a minute. Um, as the Legionnaires pull the vanishing act, um, you see who actually has appeared as a result of all the action of the lightning saga and there lying on the ground is the the scarlet speedster wally west along with his wife linda park and son jay west and daughter iris west who have not been seen since infinite crisis yeah and this is what a year or so later yeah just about something about like that yeah yeah, it would have been because um, the BART series was on around issue 13 and there'd been a couple of delays, so it's probably about uh, 15, 16 months after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Hal's there and he's smiling and Batman's kind of... Hmm. Batman knows there's something else going on and Batman's very important at the end of this um, issue. Yeah. Um, and Jay just says, are you okay, kid? And Wally is like, I... I this is I'm Wally West. I'm the Flash. I'm the fastest. I'm faster than anyone. And he's trying to get you know a hold of who he is and all that stuff. And um, which again is a great meta moment because it's just that, oh, that totally. you know because that was always the intro in his uh, in this in his stories in his title. And you know it was always the uh, you know my name's Wally West. I'm the Flash, the fastest man alive. And mm-hmm. it was just that that idea that he's just not quite able to connect to it. But another thing of some Legion significance is the outfits that Linda and the kids are wearing. Uh, they resemble yeah. those, <laughs> of, they resemble those of the Tornado Twins, who we will get to. Um, and the tor- the Tornado Twins were a Legion connection that uh, that re- really bridged the Legion and the Flash. Yeah, and Karate Kid climbs out um, of the the crater where the lightning hit and says, "No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, you're not the fastest <laughs> man alive right now." <laughs> Um, and he talks to Brainy and says, we won Brainy, bring me home. And Val begins to disappear, and Superman can't get a hold of him um, in time. <laughs> um, Timberwolf tells um, Hal he, now he won't be alone anymore. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hal wasn't really close with Wally, was he? No, but he and, he and uh, Barry were very tight. Very, was, very yeah. tight. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they they were they were really close friends and um it's yeah. So I mean, that's that's interesting as well. And I think that um anyway, let, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, so I do Star- have confirmation by the way that Bart did come back to Tokyo in uh, awesome. in, in Infinite Crisis. So that yeah, is our connection there, yeah. Okay. I hadn't realized um, that before. Yeah, Starman takes his ring off so he's not teleported away. And you discover that the uh, six Legionnaires minus um, Starman are in the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> Great place to hide if you're hiding from Superman. <laughs> and there is yeah. a, um, it looks like an elevator, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it, does it does. Bit, yeah. It looks like they're climbing into the time elevator or something to take them to um, um, the 31st century. And um, uh, Wildfire and Sensor Girl are helping um, Karate Kid through. And um, then um, as they all go through, um, someone tells Val to wait from, it looks like another portal. 
Okay. And Sensor Girl says, Val, please hurry the portals. And there's this other person in another portal saying, um, it's okay, but you, you can't go back. Yeah. Okay. This is this is kind of the. Is this uh, where is this where you wanted to talk? Yeah. Because <laughs> my whole my whole thing uh, back before with um, uh, with 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 the triplica girl that was brought back in, what what interested me was it was like why that particular version? Is it just to play, pay homage to you know Computo and all that? Like why choose that of 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 anything you could choose? Why choose Computo and triplica girl? Is it just because it is an example of where a legionnaire died, or is it, or is there a deeper reason for it? And 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 I can't imagine that that the deeper reason was for countdown because that you know John's had nothing to do with that story, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and and so so it was just kind of like of all the things to choose, why did they choose that particular construct? And then it starts me thinking, you know, was it three boot uh, duo damsel? Or was it, um, you know, a construct that was it was it like Sensor Girl's construct that was there to protect them? Um, and and I don't for a second give uh, Countdown that much credit that it would be something that cool. Um, yeah, but, exactly. But the interesting thing is this portal that we see where, where it says Brainy said, don't go in. You can't go back. You know, we don't know who that is that he's talking to. And he says, you know, trust me, Val, for you, the mission's just beginning. And, um, and, and that is the same portal that we saw open and take in the three-boot um, Karate Kid. Karate Kid and Triplicate Girl. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so and that's, that's where it gets murky because it's like, okay, so, you know, that was when they were pulled in. So what, what happened here? This is clearly very separate from what's going on with the other Legionnaires. And I think this ties into the other Legion of Three Worlds story. And right. uh, and I think this is going to be where we get that example of and we cheered three times. Yeah, so, true. So it's just it's just in, in reading this again. And I can't wait to cheer three times. Can you? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And, and and so it's it's you know it's just interesting. It's uh, there's you know again three worlds and the legionnaire they chose to uh, to show there was Triplicate Girl. Mm-hmm. Of all of them, yeah. exactly. You know, it's the one that ties into three. Um, I just, I just think you know, there's, there's, there's kind of a neat uh, verisimilitude he's got going on there, and, um, and I think it's all gonna, it's all gonna tie up in just a, you know, I, I don't. If before I thought this was a plot thread that they were gonna leave untouched, I, I'm absolutely certain that they're not now, and, uh, and that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, and it needs to be, kind of fixed, but we'll, we'll hope for the future. Exactly. Mm. So. <laughs> Getting and then Green Lantern, sleep. yeah, getting back to it. Green Lantern and Red Arrow arrive at where the West family is, and obviously um, Roy and Wally have a long-standing friendship from their Titan days when they were growing up. Yeah. And um, I never knew how and uh, Wally were this close before. I think it's just because of um, he's, I guess he's Uncle Hal to Wally. If you read in back, many ways. right? Yeah, it, I mean, if you read back to a lot of the showcases, you know, you had, uh, you know, Hal and Barry were best friends, and Wally was Barry's sidekick. So, you know, there were many times that he teamed, you know, Wally teamed up with Hal when he was a little kid. And um, yeah. so I, I don't think that they, you know, because we've got to, the other thing we got to remember is there wasn't a whole lot of time where there was Hal Jordan, you know, and uh, Hal Jordan and Wally as Flash because that was really only about a year, and then uh, 
um, Hal was yeah, uh, then busy Hal in his went, long dark tea time of the soul. Yeah, he, he went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we um, we get to the future, and now we we get some panels that are obviously traveling back and forth through time. So the first one is obviously in the 31st century. We have Wildfire, Brainiac 5, and Cosmic Boy there. Mm-hmm. And um, Wildfire's um, getting debriefed, and Brainy is... Um, his usual self. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Wildfire being elaborate and Brainy's one word responses. Um, Just, and, and, and the, the responses are key here because, you know, it's like he says, apparently Wally West was, he was riding the lightning, saved his whole family. Yeah. And West. Hmm? Curious. Curious. Yeah. It, Brainy seems surprised that the, you know, West, like really, you know, yeah. What's up with that? Because yeah. that wasn't who we thought was going to pop out. Was yeah. it? Exactly. Not at all. Because we were being led as readers that this was not going to be Wally. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 uh, I yeah, the whole thing gets very interesting. And and these next couple of panels sort of will help us to get it a bit more into the uh, into that speculation by the end of it. So. And then and you get um, Power Girl and Superman are kind of bonding, and Power Girl's trying to tell him to buck up, <laughs> and <laughs> Superman's like, "I want to talk to Starman." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, you do. Um, and then Mr. Terrific's noticing Bruce is scratching his head. Okay, when Batman's scratching his head. Yeah. Something's you, up. You should be scratching your head. Okay, that's the that's my rule. Yeah. Um, and Batman's like, of course everything came out okay. It's just I thought it would be someone else. Exactly. And this is So Batman and Brainy 5 are sharing a thought. <laughs> that's kind of scary yeah yeah and there's starman flash flash is back worlds will die again <laughs> <laughs> and that's obviously a uh, throwback to the dc crisis on, uh, crisis on infinite earth um, tagline worlds will live worlds will die and the universe will never be the same mm-hmm. until the reboot of yes, course of course um, and then someone says, and I've got to assume that's got to be um, Triple Girl and Karate Kid there. Yeah. Yeah. The countdown begins, but and there's only one thing I don't understand. I mean. Yeah. The yeah. way Brainy explained it, how'd you not get, um, get fried by the lightning? And Val says, I ducked. <laughs> So uh, just to, to back up, we've got um, the, in the green captions, we've got... Um, um, the the whole conversation between Wildfire and Brainiac Five, where Wildfire is like curious. Come on, Brainy, can't you just admit it for once? History can still surprise you. And Brainy sa- answers as usual. Wildfire, you misunderstand this alteration. This has nothing to do with history. It has to do with superior thought and the ability to sprock you in your battle talk, Brainy. The only reason <laughs> reason Wes survived is because even in an atom where every subatom and monad can be calculated, in a time where science and technology run to the pinnacle, the universe still has enough bluster and stubbornness to remind us that no ma- matter how smart we get, there will always be something called justice. Too true. Yeah. And you see the obligatory shaking of hands between Power Girl yeah. and Black Canary. <laughs> yeah. As the teams go their separate ways. And then we go back to the 31st century to see Brainy say, that's a truly inspiring and useless speech, Drake Burroughs. <laughs> <laughs> Not that this, um, hold on. 
was it not for this universe? But for this, I'm for sorry, this universe, my, the yeah. text on mine is kind of blurred here. And as he says, but for this universe, yeah, true. Know, again, uh, emphasis. On all this. I really care about is that we got who we wanted, and there is yeah. a little face inside now, the lightning rod. See, I, t I, I, I have, you know, that face could well be just Brainy's reflection in the rod as well. It's a shiny it metal be. surface, but it is. so is that is <laughs> but that we, we know better. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And we know since this, we know that Barry's back. Yes, right. We but can, we don't know where he came from. No, we don't. And, and, you know, did he come from in the rod? Or is it that, you know, the, the whole point of it was, you know, we've got, we've got points that are, are key to all of them, right? Um, mm -hmm. We have the, the, Gotham, the Gotham house is, is key only to <laughs> Barry. Right. Right? So, we, so that, that, that is a Barry-only thing. Um, the mm -hmm. police lab is key to Barry and to Wally. Keystone City is key to Wally because he—that's where he was living when he uh, when he left. Um, Tokyo is key to Bart, as is San Francisco, because when right. Wally was when when Wally was in the Titans, they had the tower in the East River in New York, right? So San Francisco is is key only to uh, to Impulse. So, is it Bart? Yeah, you know, because yeah. is, is it Barry? I mean, even. Is it Barry or and, and uh, you know basically, the idea is you know let's face it they talk about you know speedsters being you know when they when they die they go into the speed force that kind of thing, um, of course, which Barry, is like Star Wars, yeah very much very much um you know when when Barry died there was a great story back in um in in Secret Origins where they had the whole thing was at the end of it. Um, after after creating that whole thing, you know, and this was before they'd created the Speed Force. After he had, uh, you know, beat the antimatter cannon, how he ran and just turned into energy. And in the, in this particular story, um, what happened was, as he became energy, he went back in time and became the lightning bolt that right. hit the cabinet <laughs> of chemicals. And so it was Which like this whole was great, wasn't it? Oh my god, yeah. And and that was that whole idea that it was f that that his story was fully, uh, you know, fully circular, fully cyclical, was that that he basically created himself. And then there was the speculation that, you know, it seems a little strange that that um, that you know Wally would visit him in the police lab and it would be the exact same combination of chemicals and a lightning bolt bolt happens to hit it, and there was that whole speculation like did. Was it kind of like Barry subconsciously fulfilling the wish of this little boy who idolized mm. the Flash, and mm. um, so so you you had that, and then of course there's the whole idea that Bart is Barry's grandson, uh, who is the uh, the son of of one of the Tornado Twins, um, which ties in again to the the outfits that uh, that Jay and Iris were wearing in that picture. Yep. Um, Bart is from the 30th century. The 30th century, at least when they were talking about the Archie. It. Yeah. Right. Well, the Archie 30th. Because this was in the three boot. Exactly, and and although, to be fair, originally when Bart was from the 30th century, he was from the five year later 30th century. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, that's right. That's right. right. So uh, then there was the whole thing where, when 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 history rebooted, where where um, XS was his cousin, and um, 
so you, he had that connection to the reboot Legion. You know, and, and the idea was kind of like you know that history gets changed retroactively, but uh, but you know when when Bart first appeared, it was because um, Iris had to was was on the run from EarthGov. <laughs> Um, in, 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 you know, and it was actually, that was very much alluded to, uh, not even alluded to, that was set up in, uh, in Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, that's right. I'd forgotten right. About, so, about that. So, you know, Bart actually is a part of two Legion continuities. One character. So does that mean there are two Barts? <laughs> well, one character that comes from, well, actually they're, sort of are when when you get down yeah. to it and that that brings yeah. us to matt's crackpot theory yes yes <laughs> well before we before we get to the crackpot theory we should go ahead and say that the final episode or issue of uh lightning saga was entitled the villain is the hero in his own story yeah that if that is the <laughs> translation down there at the bottom yeah. of the page yeah as brainy shakes his lightning rod at wildfire <laughs> yikes <laughs> there's a, there's something metaphorical going on anyway I, I think the whole thing is you know you go in trying to pull out one speedster others are attached and are going to fall out with them and yeah. uh, and i think that uh, uh you know it's like uh, it makes a lot of sense to me to have had them go in to pull out bart because he's connected to their era um and this actually connects him with you know uh, you know connects him for well eh, i guess the retro boot is still kind of the original uh the original flavor so really it still leaves him only connected technically mm. to two legions but you know he's the only one that has that kind of specific legion connection um now so does that mean that they went to get bart and that pulled uh wally and barry in, in with him yeah and this would have been near when bart's title ended it was right. It, it happened think, at the same time. So, yeah. so the timing on this is, you know, pretty dark, darn key. Because just just to 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 clarify it, this this came out, I I believe, the same week. Same as, week. Yeah, as yeah. Flash mm -hmm. Thirteen, because there was a whole thing about you know which one do you read first sort of thing because you know so, yeah. you know something big's happening and um, you just don't know what. Yeah, yeah, and it was you know, but they they had you know warned that you know hey you know they were they were calling stores and saying order big on Flash Thirteen, it's going to be a big deal. And, yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were okay. right. <laughs> so, so, but, but here's the interesting thing: is that you had the other, you know, you know, the other speedsters had run into the speed force. You know, it happened with Barry. It happened with with Wally. Bart was beaten to death. Right, but because the speed force was shut down. It, actually, the speed force was in Bart. He was the speed force. Mm -hmm. He or, was or did they, or didn't they pull it out of him when they in when Flash they Flash thirteen. When they killed him, that um, yeah. inertia had pulled the speed force out of Bart. That's right. So spoilers um, for Flash Thirteen. Spoilers for oh, Flash Thirteen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bart Allen's dead. All you Countdown readers knew oh. that anyway. Um, <laughs> or did they? <laughs> Countdown was so confusing. I mean, I've gotten that point. They only talked about it for five issues. So oh, oh sorry. And that—that's just one interesting thing on that second to last page, where uh, where we assume that that's triplicate girl says the countdown begins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there were some Legion appearances related to the story in Countdown, but my yeah. favorite one was where Starman was talking to Karate Kid, and um, Karate Kid says, "You think there's going to be trouble?" And Starman says, 
well, there's trouble, then there's trouble, then there's trouble, and then there's mod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and so, and there is a a a little um. I guess we could call it a coda to the story, yeah, but yeah. I think it works better as a and uh, a little prelude <sighs> to the next future story we'll probably be telling, which is Superman. And the Legion of Superheroes. And, and it's interesting you say that because it's not. I'm I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm I'm sitting here with the trade and it's or with the hardcover and it's not in here. So I'm I can only assume that it's in that um, that uh, Superman and the Legion of Superheroes trade. Yeah. Well, when Superman says to Power Girl he wants to talk to Starman, that's where we'll pick this up, I think. And yeah, we, yeah, we can yeah. get because that's more focused on Superman and not so much the JLA JSA. Exactly. Aspect of things and and, and, and we'll right. be we'll be getting to that in the in the new year probably. Uh, we should we should probably do that one fairly soon in the new year. Yeah. Um, it, actually, what's going to be really interesting is you know once we do get around to that, we're we're also going to have uh, an issue of uh, of Three Worlds uh, hitting. So hopefully, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> anyway, what we'd really like is for people to uh, to head on over to the forum. Who do you think is in the lightning rod? What do you think has happened here? And what significance do you think it has? And the forum is, of course, at forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. And I haven't worked a, a two, almost, you know, just over two hours, and I haven't worked in a, a plug for the forum yet. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> well, we've been we've been mired in uh, in continuity. Absolutely. I mean, there's the, you know, it's it, it was a great series, and I know, uh, and and I know when we, I remember when we were reading it at the time, I can remember we were all posting to the uh, to the forum talking about this story and just how much we were uh, loving it. And I, I, you know, I just remember how excited we were at the time because it was the first time we had seen. Our Legion, yeah, the the Levitz Giffen era Legion, yeah, since the five year gap, yeah, yeah, because I don't count the five year gap as my Legion. I know I know some people love it, some people hated it. I was kind of middle of the road on it, mm -hmm. but it still wasn't the Legion stories I grew up with. And right, it wasn't right. The, the characters were changed. You know, there, like we said, there was no status quo anymore. So the, it was like reading a whole new book about a whole new set of characters. Oh yeah, my oh, legion. Yeah. These are those guys, mm -hmm. and it was yeah. like, oh, how many years ago was that? God, nineteen eighty-eight. It's eighty-nine. Twenty eighty-nine. Oh, nearly twenty years. Uh, it'll, you know what? By the uh, by the time we record our our next episode, um, it'll have been twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this this is just amazing. When I heard that, okay, there's going to be a JLA JSA team up. Woohoo! Because I'm nostalgic for that. And then when they said there's going to be a third team, I'm like. Oh, really? Because mm -hmm. I'm like, please don't let it be Titans. <laughs> That's exactly because the only time they cross over is to boost the other sales, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Outsiders was beginning to ramp up. I'm like, no, no, they can't do that, can they? Mm. And then we started to hear the rumblings, and then it was spilled at San Diego that it was going to be the Legion. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Then yeah. they said it wasn't going to be the new Legion. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you started to get that little little tingling. <laughs> like, uh, really? I just yeah. remember the joy, the joy when uh, when when we had those uh, just all those little moments where it's like, look, mm -hmm. it's really them. And, it's them. Yeah. It's like when we turn when you turned the page and saw Telus. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so I'm so glad that you uh, that you managed to bring up uh, tell us with with James Robinson Matt that's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree. And so we've all been put on notice. Pay attention. 
pay attention exactly. to Talos and uh, and you know there's a reason that uh, that that Legion of Three Worlds is taking as long as it is. It's because it's being made into one of the best books ever. Exactly. You know, they're, ever. They're, they're, exactly. I mean, basically, hey, it's uh, they're, they're letting Perez go to town. Well, mm-hmm. he, if you got Perez on a book, you let him go to town. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Yeah. I want the absolute version as soon as it comes out. Oh, my God. I'll be there oh. for the hardcover. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, me too. And, I, and Bob Wayne just salivated when I said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, ooh, $75 sold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, even in this economy, Bob. Yes. Oh, seriously. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, you know, and it's, and, and just to recap what we talked about up, up the top, because uh, it's been so long, no one remembers. <laughs> you know, we, we did talk about, um, you know, Jeff Johns leaving uh, JSA, which, you know, it's just one more thing that makes him, uh, that frees him up a little bit to write some Legion. Because he said by the end of 09, he will be doing three monthly books again. Yeah. I can, I can only assume that he's going to be continuing on uh, Green Lantern because he said he's got that planned out to at least issue 50. Well, he's got um, to do the the tale of the Black Lantern, so that's a given. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. I mean, but that aside, you know, he was talking about sort of after uh, after that part, because the whole idea is that he wants to focus on Secret Origin, and mm-hmm. on um, uh, on Black Lanterns. Well, hey, why does he want to focus on on uh, on Secret Origin so much? Well, you know, there's the Superman aspect to it, but we, as we've talked about, there is a, a huge Legion aspect to that. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And you know this is where he gets to really set himself up for um, you know he really gets to set himself up to uh, to to you know, oh you know do a legion run and um, totally wow you know loving he, it oh. loving it so far this is what we're getting oh, bring it on yeah more please. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm looking for the, you know, and they, and uh, in the latest previews, they've got, they've solicited the Adventure Comic Zero, which has the Aaron Lopresti version of the classic Kurt Swan cover from Adventure Two Forty Seven. It is I going to be that hour. update. I love that update. It's, it's it's really it's just fantastic, and yeah. um, and uh, so that that's that is going to reprint the Legion story from uh, Adventure Two Forty Seven, which go back to. Uh, to episode one to uh, to hear our, our thoughts on that particular story. Uh, but um, there's also going to be that backup, the origins and omens. And I think that's going to really yeah. set up some stuff. So yeah, that, that's going to uh, be what important I'm to read. Forward to. Yeah. And it's going to be and two then, months before we get to see it. Oh, man, we're going to be going crazy. Can you just uh, imagine? I can just. Yeah, I, Christmas I, isn't the 25th, boys and girls. <laughs> it's next year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just imagining the emails back and forth between us when, when the preview pages oh show Oh, my God. Up. Did you read it? Yes, I, I read it. Did you? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're like, we're, we end up. People, we end up just giddy, like like giddy as schoolgirls when when that stuff happens. Um, Which there's only one of us that behavior is really acceptable for. Yeah, that would yeah. be Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we just we just get giddy about that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I you know. Yeah, there, yeah. There's one brief thing before we go, Paul. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually found late last night or sometime on Friday. I found an interview on Newsarama that Mr. Mark Wade had given, and he gave us some really interesting insights into the Three Boot Legion. It's a fantastic yeah. article, yeah. I, I, I just linked to it. I didn't copy because there was a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. go by and read it because I think it gives a lot of insight as to how the Three Boot Legion came about and why they did what they did. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, and and uh, and of course, you can find the link to that article on the forum at forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. There you go, segue lad. Uh, yeah, nice, nice. Uh, you can also uh, give, uh, you can send comments to us at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com or head on over to our our website, Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com, and leave some comments on the episode pages. But uh, really, really encourage you to come by the forums because it's, it's it's a lot of fun there. Uh, just some of the stuff that we're talking about, mm. you know, as we ramp up for what is going to be, you know, that fifth this fifty first year of of Legion is going to be a very cool year for the Legion. We've yeah. got. We, we we get to start it off with them being on TV live action. Mm-hmm. Speaking um, of which, yeah, I I just had the trailer emailed to me by a friend. Oh, it, oh, the trailer oh. is sweet. Oh yeah, go find it, people. Go find it. Okay, so so we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll find a link. To, we'll find a link and post it to the uh, to the forum so that so that people can check it out. Um, and and as soon as we're done here, I'm getting a, I'm getting Matt, Matt to give me a link. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it to him, Matt. <laughs> oh. So um, so we we've gone through the contact. Uh, I think that's everything I got. You guys good? We're good. Yeah. All right, we're Off cool. To the time bubble with us, and back to the 21st century. That was anticlimactic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>